still be yourself, and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what? What's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It is Thursday night in the Hideout. That means a lot of fun for you. Almost there. Almost to the end of the week. So uh, we do want you to be a part of it this evening. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I want to highlight a new drop that I have. Why is that? All right, man, 5,000. <laughs> With our buddy Ron Bennington yes. from Ron Official on XM202. Uh, All right, man, 5,000. All right, Dubs. Here we go. Hefe Dubs. Is, is it specifically only in one channel? Or? I guess so. I guess that's how they have it down. And Fez is in the other channel, I guess, mm. on XM. That's what makes XM quality. Yes. One Stereo person, sound. Yeah, one person per channel. Uh, all right, here we go. Hefe Dubs with you. We got our uh, executive producer, Tom, or no, Chunks Corolla. Executive producer is Tommy Bateman on the Talk and Roll Controls. Not sure who's answering phones. So we will just uh, be here with you, uh, rolling uh, by the seat of our pants. Mm-hmm. Feel free to hop in whenever you would like. Uh, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Uh, I am beat today. For some reason, I am absolutely dead uh, RealRadio.fm on Real TV. Watch Dubs try to stay awake. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, he has a very tough life of playing video games and drinking Monster Energy drinks. It's not keeping me up anymore. Hideoutheretics.net, fullblownage.com. Have you ever attempted to wean yourself from energy drinks, at least like on the weekend? No, I figure that I can just boost it up to another one a day. You know, where I can just, you know, if I if I don't feel the energy drink anymore, I'll just uh, up the dosage. I figured that'll help. Yeah, like it's crack or it's coke. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just a little... Just I have a very n- simple mind. The next bump will take you to the uh, to the new level. Yeah, so it'll get me back to that uh, first time. You've never had the... Uh, you've never taken the time to say, hey, you know what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm going to drink a lot of... The, drink a lot of green tea, kind of flush my system out. That way, when I come back on Monday with a Monster Energy drink, it's like, man, I haven't had one in forever. It's too hard. That's what your life is. That's what's hard for you. Mm-hmm. Trying not to drink an energy drink. <laughs> it's impossible for me. How many are you up to a day? Three. Christ almighty. Now, this is the three... Monsters, like the three doubles. So six. Actually, uh, I don't... like six Red Bulls a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone done yet a study on caffeine and well, what it will do to the body in the future? Let me see here. Um, it, it, there's a warning on these monster cans. Let me grab About one. how many you should be uh, intaking? Yeah, I think it says no more than two a day. And you are up to three now. Three aren't working. No. So I got to beef up my dosage. That doesn't worry you at all? Has Why should it worry me? Where'd my monster go? Someone stole my monster. It's not in the studio or hiding behind your left monitor. It's nowhere near the computer's. I just want to hey, let you know that. There you are. Come here, buddy. 
See, that's the problem. Let me see. Now, Let me read this thing for now, you. Now you're talking like you're uh, like you like it's your best friend. Consume responsibly. Limit three cans per day. Oh, Christ. Not recommended for children, pregnant women, or people sensitive to caffeine. I'm not sensitive to caffeine at all. Yeah. Now I'm so far away from that. Does anyone know how caffeine works and what exactly it does? I think my problem is too. I, I've uh, read a couple things where uh, if you smoke. It kind of neutralizes the effects of caffeine. So I'm not really even getting the oomph of the caffeine because I smoke so much. Now, what time do you go to bed at night? Last night it was, uh, you can uh, you can log on to hideoutheretics.net. And I made a post on there about what's going on on uh, this Friday for the open door. I'm uh, trying to exercise the demons from the, the Detroit Lions. And I'm going to burn my old Harrington jersey. Mm-hmm. And I'm welcoming... All the heretics down here, and anybody who wants to uh, join in on this and uh, burn their sports stuff and try to uh, turn the luck around of their team. But I posted that right before I went to bed. And what time is that? I believe it was around 4.30, What time did you wake up? 11. What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> Do you realize you may be the most unhealthy person on earth? Probably. Other than I, me, I'm who's not falling far apart. away from it. Yeah, I'm falling apart. I don't know where I can actually talk. Did you see? Now, what do you think about this? Is Dave Chappelle a soothsayer? Remember his, uh, he had a spoof on the energy drinks, and eventually one was like essentially their liquid crack, and now they get an energy drink out that's called cocaine. Yes, I saw that. I want to do it and just drink it out of a $100 bill. You know, just use that as a straw. I think that'd be perfect for me. I just wonder if you drink cocaine if a stripper's going to follow you around all day. <laughs> Look what energy drink I got, baby. Oh, you get as many dances as you want. Mm, thank you. Can I come over later? Now, it, it, it's funny because I, I read the uh, thing about the cocaine energy drink. 350% stronger than Red Bull. 350% stronger. Well, it's finally time that they have gotten something out there for those of you who have three Seriously, monsters a day. I need it. How about just cutting back? How about flushing your system this weekend? I can't. Yes, you can. I would be miserable. No, you wouldn't be. And here's the fantastic thing about the weekend, Till. You do it on the weekend, you don't feel like you need to... Like, you can sleep all weekend. I, not this weekend, I can't. Why not? It's anniversary weekend. Five years with my chick. Oh, boy. Yeah. You and I have been together longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do to celebrate it? Have a few monsters. <laughs> Smoke some cigarettes. Yep. We're going to sit out our... Not the regular ones, the special ones. We're going to sit out on our patio and drink some sparks mm-hmm. and smoke our parliament <laughs> lights. Just what we've been doing for the last five years. Just going down this downward spiral. I call my life. Uh, Pedro says... Um, let me know when Dub starts drinking that cocaine energy drink, because I uh, can't wait for him to sell me his Xbox 360 for a six-pack of that stuff. <laughs> that is true. It'll be close to that. You know, I think I think uh, if I got hooked onto that, that would be, like, the end of me. Do you think if you rub that cocaine energy drink on your gums, it'll make them numb? Give me the little nummies. Best licked-off mirror. <laughs> yeah, I just pour around right a mirror and pour it in my mouth, getting it all over my body. Mm. Nick in the 407. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, uh, Jada, if you want a drink that'll uh, knock the rest of us out of the water energy-wise, you got to get uh, 
run by, by VPX. Just you're looking for like a GNC or a workout type place. It's not big what, on what, pace. What's it, what's it called? Hold on a second. It's called Redline VPX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in a blue bottle, and I guarantee you one of those will do better than. I mean, now here's the problem with it, and I and I, I've had stuff that's worked better than the Monster, but I I enjoy the Monster taste so much. What? There's something about the, and I don't like like the uh, like the monster with the sugar or anything. Right. Just this caffeine free. You like the uh, sugar free? The bull urine, essentially. It doesn't taste like bull urine. Mm. It tastes like like heaven. Huh. Or to you. Hmm. I, I love I, you. I see you petting it now mm-hmm. on real TV. I hope the engineers don't go over and see that. Yeah. I got an idea. Try for to it. have them pry this out of my hands. How about you dip a little PCP in that monster so you can uh, lift yourself up? I'm not opposed to it. I'm now, really, really not. Stop says he can't wait for the cocaine drink commercials, energy drink commercials, because I guess Tony Montana is going to be the spokesperson. <laughs> so it's going to be fantastic. Mike in the 407. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, man? I know a, f- a friend of mine that drunk that cocaine stuff, man. You don't, you don't want to mess with that stuff, man. No? Yeah, no, you don't want to mess with it. He, he drunk it. And he woke up, well, his name was Chunks. He drunk it, and he woke up with a cherry Danish, man. You know what a cherry Danish is? <laughs> I don't know. I, I can imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah, I think I got a pretty good idea. Uh, it's my understanding the Dubs household could get raided, and your girl's going to freak out and flush it all down the toilet, and you're going to start yelling oh, at her. Oh, I would, I would, uh, she'd be following it. Krista, that was all the cocaine we had left. <laughs> Just like it's good, fellas. Mm-hmm. Steve in the 407. What's up, Steve? Hey, Cheetos. Uh, Yo. How are you going to feel when Sweet Harrington steps in for Dante Culpepper in a couple weeks and revives the Dolphins' season? Well, I mean, I, I think I think it's possible. Joey Harrington's not a bad quarterback, I don't think, but... Bad-looking. I, I think... No, he's a beautiful, no, beautiful man. No, I'm saying. He's not a bad-looking quarterback, but he's a bad quarterback. No, I don't think he is. I just think he was on the wrong team. Your team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Bobby Hill in the 420. What's up, Bobby hey, Hill? Man, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, Poncho. You're fat. Um, what the hell? Yeah, so, <laughs> I love you. Monster energy drinks, they, they kind of taste like liquefied, uh, like cake icing almost. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're that's, so delicious. I'm sure that's healthy for you, Dubs. Mm. All right, Bipolar Steve wants to know if you're going to snort this new cocaine energy drink off a of hooker's ass. If I could. Now, remember when... Uh, I think my downfall into the energy drink uh, world. Uh, What's when you started drinking three a day? <laughs> well, when I Just was this point right now today, and you're still tired. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was uh, producing Ryan Fez, there was this guy who <laughs> who uh, brought in like his own energy drink, like that he was marketing in the D.C. area. So they decided, all right, Dubs will drink ten of these during the show. And I got I so pumped. I was doing the worm on the ground. I loved it. And that's when I started just uh, jumping on more and more of these a day. Now, here's the funny thing about that, too. But you did that because their show was 7 11. Our show was afterwards in WJFK mm-hmm. from 11 to 1 a.m. I would end up being there basically for about 13 hours a day. But by about midnight, you started crashing. Oh, I crashed hard. Yeah. And I was like, have another. Because I... I drank all of them within the span of an hour. I was mm-hmm. shotgunning them. Mm-hmm. I had one sip of that, and it gave me a headache, and I had to go sit down in the back for a couple hours. <laughs> you don't do the energy drinks, do you? 
No. I'm not even, uh, I don't even drink cherry coke anymore. Why not? I don't know. It's just every time I turn around, I'm like, that's so unhealthy. You're going to die. You're going to die. It oh, makes whatever. you fat. I'm on the green tea kick. I love it. I mean, I don't even, I hardly drink caffeine anymore. I've tried the green tea. I mean, I guess, I get technically maybe green tea has some in it, but. I've tried the green tea before, and I only found one that I really like the taste, and I can't find it anymore. It's like the Lipton, uh, like Dude, diet with like lemon or something. Diet green tea is so hard to find. In fact, I have a couple of places, uh, that I know to get it. I won't divulge. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And I'll tell you what, these blue monsters that I drink, sometimes they're in short supply around town, and I'll drive around for hours just going to each place, getting different four-packs. This is your cocaine. It really is an addiction that I have. I know of two places very close that always have the blue monsters, two rows of them. And I'm always tempted, you know what, maybe... I uh, should get these for dubs. And Why not? I don't want to feed the habit. Please do. Mm. I like habits. I have a lot of them. You think you'd kill yourself if Monster went out of business? You know what? I've thought a couple times that they were, and I was so angry. I didn't know what I was going to do. Because a few times in town, like, they were nowhere. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to go find where they still have them. And stock up on like hundreds of these things, so I can. Like you so, Elaine from Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, with all the diaphragms. It, it, seriously, that's what I, I I thought I had to do. That was where my mind was at. What drugs have you tried? What illegal ones? Have them? Oh, yeah, I may as well say no. what, haven't you? Because you're addicted to smoking. Yeah, just basically and... smoking and energy drinks are the only things I've ever stayed addicted to. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Um, you think this new cocaine energy drink uh, that may be a little uh, hand release would be reasonable payment? <laughs> yeah, you know what? For a monster, I'll go to a 7-Eleven and give that creepy guy one right now. I tell you what. First heretic up here with ten blue monsters, dubs will perform an act on you. <laughs> he will. Don't tempt me. I know you will. You'll do it for three, but I'm just trying to get you seven more. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're looking out for me. Yeah. Now that they have this cocaine uh, energy drink, Dubs, do you think there's always going to be that old guy at the party just telling old jolt stories and how the new energy drink just didn't hold a candle to jolt? Oh, the the jolt back in the day. I mean, you guys don't know what you're missing. I don't know what to do to help you. I was a big jolt person when I I played football, too. The wild huck says he's on his way. He could probably use it. No, he's a ladies' man. Uh, Let me say this, J-Dubs, and I mean this in all honesty. Go ahead. How about we recreate that thing we did on Ron and Fez? If we can get... I really need to sleep tonight. No, you don't. If we can get three energy drinks up here tonight, um, and uh, let's say you shotgun them all before 9 o'clock. All right. Could you do it? I could do it. You were going to die. You were that kind of guy, man. What? You're the guy who has that bag of cocaine and just feels like he needs to do it all just because it's staring at him. Oh, yeah, it's burning a hole in my pocket. And in your heart. I'm sure. People are saying they'll buy five for you to drink. Okay. Let's do it. Let's one, one monster energy drink per half hour. I could do it easy. <laughs> Just so- pour it into a glass. <laughs> I say, I say. Chunks, a- go grab me a glass real quick. I'll down this one I got in here. I say a funnel. We just put it into a funnel. Oh, hey, Daryl in the three, two, one. 
Daryl. What's up, Daryl? Hey, what's up? Hey, that guy that called earlier, he was right. I was the one that gave chunks to Terry Danis that night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real. <laughs> what are you doing? Chunks? What do you say? I just hear him yelling, son of a bitch, back there. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm sure he's just mad. Goddamn sign back there when the... <laughs> he slipped and fell back there. The floor was wet. This is the craziest day ever. Ah, it's a Fat Man Diary day. Yeah. All right. Do How you about want me to get down this when I come back? People want to do Monster Beer Bong. Maybe Wild Bill can get you a big tanker of Blue Monster. I'm sure he could. Let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Would you? Oh, all right. I know. We got a break. Give me two seconds. Would your ultimate dream be a kiddie pool? Of Blue Monster energy drink. You know what my dream like would Homer, be? Like Homer Simpson here's, here's, is falling into the vat of Duff as they make it, Duff beer? Here's my dream. Do you remember on Revenge of the Nerds, where they had that big beer pool at the bottom of the stairs? If they had that going on with Monster and I could just dive down the stairs and dive into it? All right. Oh, boy. Heretics, I need a kiddie pool and enough Blue Monster for I'll do the up. whole show in it. Let's do it. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout means uh, old school bumper jam, bumper music. Old school jam, bumper music. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Um, Dubs. You ready to shotgun your monster? Sure. I guess heretics are on their way up bringing you blue monsters mm. to see if you can kill yourself tonight. Nice. Let me uh, let me down this one. This is about a right up to here, right up to the middle of the sunnies on this glass. I want to thank you, useless legs that sent over all of the information on the uh, terms of uh, of like uh, the effects that caffeine can have on the body. Yeah. You can actually overdose on caffeine. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Have you, ever got, have you ever had so much you had an irregular heartbeat? Mm-hmm. Have I given you the idea, you know, sometimes at uh, like a 7-Eleven or something, they'll sell those little um, liquid things yeah, that you I've, can drop I've, into water? Oh, I've never tried those, but I've, uh, I have had like the little like uh, quick shots, where it's just one quick shot of energy. It's supposed to last for six hours. It gives me about an hour and a half worth of... Good awakeness. How about you drink about three sips out of your monster, then you put about five of those in there. I have uh, bought the powder that you put into water before. Never put it into an actual energy drink. Very interesting. I'll try that. Um, it's good to see that. Um, it's good to see that you're stepping up mm -hmm. and you're showing the world that you can do something. I like. can. I can. I can be somebody. Uh, EJ from the U did a little uh, math on the monster kitty pool. It would be uh, if uh, 10 monsters equal one gallon, and we find a 50-gallon um, kiddie pool, that would cost about $1,020. So we need to get on that. We need a sponsor for my monster kiddie pool. How about monster? How about the 30-minute commercial we've been doing for them? Remember in the early day? Remember in the early days of Red Bull when they would just bring up free Red Bull to the radio station? We had a Red Bull refrigerator. In our uh, yeah. in our uh, studio, and you just open it up and have as many as you want. I'd have like six a show. All right, here we go. You gonna shotgun it? Yeah. Oh no, you can because it's like shotgunning a coke. It's just all carbonated and I guess not sugary. 
Yay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at you. So, yes. So proud. I feel better already. Coming up at 8 o'clock, Robert Spence uh, from stupidityawards.com. They had the fourth annual ones, and they're going to let us know who the winners are. We had them before when we had uh, who the, uh, nom- the nominees were, so they're going to come into the hideout and tell us who ended up winning. Uh, 407-916-1041, Dubs, one person probably dumber than you. Who? Bill O'Reilly. And I guess he is now going around telling people that he is wanted by the terrorists. <laughs> yeah, I guess on... Is, is 2020 on tonight or tomorrow? I don't know. Yeah, on 2020 he uh, goes on there and uh, has a little interview, and he says the FBI has contacted him. Saying that he's on an Al-Qaeda list. By the way, so are uh, we. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why we had to flee D.C. Uh, it just wasn't safe for us there. You know, they came up to us and said, hey, you guys are on a list, and, um, you know, lay low. So we came to Orlando. All right, here we go, Dubs. Here is Bill O'Reilly. Is this on 2020? Yes. Hideout download. People, be surprised that you're a suburban daddy. Bill O'Reilly leaves the culture war at work. At 57, he has successfully reconciled his pride in a blue-collar background with the fruits of success. I'd hop out in the kayak and just kind of paddle down there about a half mile and then paddle back. He lives on the water in an upscale Long Island community with his wife and two young children. Bill O'Reilly is six feet four inches. And even in repose, he is Who a cares? Why do you have to give his, 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 his height? What is, uh, is, is this a, doing? Is this a match.com uh, commercial or something? I guess. Hideout download. You know, I talked to you, Bill, in your beautiful home. You have a lovely wife. You have two adorable kids. What's with the ass kissing? What's with the ass kissing from one of the biggest monsters on this planet? Bill O'Reilly. Did she ask him about the affair? No. And the falafel? Doesn't even bring it up. You're at his house, his wife's around, ask him right there. About him hitting on his producer and having phone sex with her and the Have falafel. Have some balls. Jesus. Hideout download. And yet you say that you are bitter? What's the gripe? Well, I don't have a personal gripe. I mean, I'm the most controversial broadcaster in the country, am I not? No, you're not. No. I can think of uh, plenty that mm-hmm. are more controversial than you. An ass load that are more controversial than you. Hideout download. Mm, yeah, okay. probably the most successful controversial broadcast. Thank you. So uh, with the controversy comes death threats on a daily basis, not only from kooks, but the FBI came in and warned me and a few other people at Fox News that Al-Qaeda... Had us on a death list. Oh, sweet Jesus. What a liar. What an absolute liar. If only that were true. You keep Al-Qaeda in business. You're always pushing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You're giving them the platform to scare people. Fox News is better for Al-Qaeda than Al Jazeera is. Hideout download. So now... If the FBI come in and say to you, Barbara Walters, hey, you know, to you. you got some terrorists out there, yeah. got your name on a list, you know, that's a little disconcerting. Do you ever say to yourself, with a wife and two kids, is it worth it? Oh, yeah. I say that all the time. There is a certain amount of things that I have to take because I'm a blabbermouth. All right, I'm a big mouth and controversial. So I understand there's a certain amount of stuff that I have to take. 
But when it goes over a line, and then when I have to have round-the-clock protection and, you know, a lot <laughs> around of, the of stuff. What is he, the new Elmo? I guess so. He needs uh, to be carried around in an armored truck. In a Brinks truck? <sighs> you absolutely go home and say, mm, is it worth it? Up to this point, it is. In the future, it may not be. Bill, what do you want your legacy to be? When I'm dead on my tombstone, we'll read, he finally stopped talking. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Oh, and there's Barbara with her <laughs> creepy little laugh. Oh, I hate that. She's so silly. Yeah. Oh, O'Reilly. Like a little witch. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, I'm not going to lie to you, and I mean this with all my heart. I hope they get them. <laughs> That's not me being a... Shock jock. I genuinely hope. You know, I don't hope he dies. No, I he's just, awful for this country. He I divides just this he country. Goes away. No, well, be it in an awful explosion, fine. <laughs> Whatever way it happens, you're cool with? I, absolutely. He's a filthy human being. He's a hypocrite. He's a dirt ball, and he's bad for America. What I hate are the people who buy into it and think that, yes, he is middle-of-the-road, everyday American, when he's just running a gimmick. He is a wrestler. Yeah, you're right. He is a wrestler. He's not honest. Yet people will buy his tote bags and his crap. So what are you telling me? He ruined our old station. Oh, yeah. Imagine the fun of real radio, and then you have to stop it in the middle of the afternoon to hear a blowhard like Bill O'Reilly. And just how unfun that would be. Oh, man. We have our tote bags. And the spin stops here, doormat. It just kills me. Two-hour-long commercial. Don't forget his book for kids. Oh, yeah. The O'Reilly Factor for Kids is in stores now. All right, look, I, I think he's probably the only person I'd wish that terrorists would get. Really? I mean, I'd throw I, a K-Fed in the list. I don't know. You got, I, fun. I, I respect K-Fed no. for the game that he runs. Imagine this. The terrorists get K-Fed. That would be the funniest story in the world, that they were targeting him and they got him. Hey, let me ask you, would there be an uproar? No. Would, even like there was for Jill Carroll and any of the other people, would there be an uproar? <laughs> imagine imagine the uh, the hostage video from KFED. Yo, man, I don't know what's going on here, bro. Y'all ain't ready. These guys are messing with America. They feed me, though. Y'all just, hate, just hate me because y'all ain't me. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. What's with the towels, yo? I, let me, I'll be honest. If I was Jack Bauer and the terrorists had Bill O'Reilly and K-Fed, I'd save K-Fed. No. No, I'd take it back. I'd shoot myself in the head. <laughs> and let them all die. <laughs> I, I would do it for then, the good of America. And then write out my resignation uh, letter in blood on the cement. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. They actually only had five left. All right, Dubs. He he didn't get a full ten for you. So no uh, hand action. Right. But, but I will tweak his nipples. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's do that first. No, I'm not tweaking Why not? Nipples. He brought no. you five blue monsters. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. DW in the eight thirteen. What's up, DW? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, I, I can agree with O'Reilly getting capped by the terrorists, but uh, let let K Fed and and the Pop Princess keep breeding, and the country will fall anyway. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's the way to just let America uh, go with its downfall. Yeah, leave uh, them alone. 
What are you doing, Hefe? Trying to get my CDs mm. because our producers put them out of reach. Everything's always out of reach when everyone's trying to get stuff in here. You're struggling. I am. Do you want to go home? No, no, no. No, go home. No, I'm not going home. Why not? You obviously are tired after sh- shotgunning a monster. Yeah. Maybe I should do another one. Try that out. I think you should, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm, I'm hoping that'll boost me. I can't believe this. I've never seen someone have such trouble. You got, a, what, nice five hours of sleep? Yeah. Today's one of those days, too, where it just flew by. Oh, yeah. You called me on the way in about, uh, like, five after six, mm-hmm. and I thought you were heading in early. I'm like, wow, he's heading in early, and I look at my clock, and it, it, the time just blew right by me. Yeah. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Speaking of Fox, oh, there he goes. Chug it. Don't be a wimp. I'm getting a bellyache. Be somebody. From what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you'd, have, why you'd be sick. Um, did you see that now Fox... Speaking of the um, the O'Reilly factor, the O'Reilly factor, and that kind of stuff, um, it turns out Fox has now created a Christian division. Of, That's a shocker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. But they've created created this Christian division so that they're going to release, I guess, movies and television shows to target that audience, genuinely trying to hone in on the action of like a Passion of the Christ. And just going after the red states hardcore. So I don't I don't know what they're planning on. I don't know what the fall season is going to be like. Are they going to be uh, the uh, the kind of regular formula, but just with a Christian spin, like the uh, the um, the regular old uh, uh, reality shows and sitcoms, but all Christian? I think so. I think they have something Seven like heaven type thing. Yeah, maybe. Or they may even just go old school. How so? Instead of the OC, the BC. Ah. And it's just a show about the Old Testament. I like that. And life and times. I'm looking forward to their take on It's Always Sunny in Bethlehem. Mm. We got three <laughs> friends, Mac, Charlie, and Dude Economy, and they run it in. If they're going to spin off uh, old Fox shows, I say the whore at home, and they just do a whole Mary Magdalene thing. Alright, she wasn't really a whore. That I, way, I, I read it. I learned that from the Da Vinci Code. Her character in the Bible was like the mixture of two or three people. No. The Bible does not lie. You've never even picked up a Bible. I certainly have. There was one back there, and I picked up a bag of them. Uh, I, people are saying, that's my Jesus. That's going to be one of the new <laughs> shows. That's from the L. Ross. That's going to be one of the new shows on... Uh, on Christian Fox. I think it'll be a hit, man, because every time... We we knew how big the Jesus beer. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Jesus beer last week and how huge that was going to be. So you know that these new you know, Christian Fox television shows are going to be just absolutely... Huge. I wonder if they're going to do something like American Disciple. Where like an American Dad type thing, but... Uh... You could do American Dad or the American Idol. Ah. Of course, in the religion, you can't have idols. <laughs> No false idols. So oh, American this be false to be voted. American disciple, where they just go around spreading the good word. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Wild talk in the four zero seven. Uh, guys, I have a, a very important announcement to make tonight. What's what that? is it? Um, 
Today marks the one month anniversary of the threw them over the boat because they couldn't feed them in a more bit. I want to thank some people. <laughs> what do you Just because you're the one that's kept the bit up? <laughs> I want to thank God because through him all uh, I get my strength and all things are possible. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, I want to thank Premier Radio Networks for giving the bit syndication deal. <laughs> what? Uh, it is? Service is hosting and uh, Lister Fiend is going to be executive producer. That's you. <laughs> On most stations, it will come after Coast to Coast AM with George Nori. Um... <laughs> There will be celebrity guests on for the first week. We're going to have uh, of October. It's going to be a whole Amistad reference show. <laughs> We're going to have Abe Vigoda, Richard Marks, and Steve Irwin. And finally, what? I'd like to thank Holland. Uh, you know why I want to thank Holland? Why? Because without them starting the slave trade, uh, this bit would never have been born. Uh, they are the true miracle workers. All right, there it is. It's officially a month, and that's so awful that you know that. It's officially a month. Uh, since the Amistad throw him over the boat bit. Or reference that you guys have turned into a bit. Ed in the 407, you have a, uh, a uh, show for the Fox Christian Network? Yeah, it's already in pre-production. It's called The New Adventures of Old Christ. <laughs> Listen, it's a moneymaker. Mm-hmm. You slap Jesus or Christian on any product and it sells, man. You take it to all the churches and it sells. Dopey says Nazareth matters. That's going to be a new show. How about this one? So you think you can pray, and it's just having different people get up there. Who prays harder? Freestyle prayer sessions to see who can get down the best. Tom in the 407. What's up, Tom? Hey, the, the biggest new one on the Christian station is going to be CSI. Christian science investigation. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. Uh, Christians don't believe in science. No, there, so there is. There is that, a... That's where the battle's going to be. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout. Thursday night in the hideout. Hideout Heretics for uh, hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com, realradio.fm. Check out all of the websites. Got a special guest in here. We'll talk to him in a second about something he's hooking up for uh, the hideout and the heretics. Very cool. Appreciate that. Right now, though, we're in the middle of talking about this new Fox Christian endeavor where, you know, it, it, it's a smart thing. Mm-hmm. Because you see the passion of the Christ made just an insane amount of money. And, you know, with the way, you know, religion is taken over in this country and faith and the number of people who are, you know, devout and with their faith. Mm-hmm. I'll just say with their faith, not necessarily devout. And, you know, willing to wear it on their sleeve. And now you got these, uh, you know, these new shows that Fox is looking to put out there, Tomb Break. <laughs> and it's just um, reenacting how Jesus had to break out of the tomb in those three days. He kind of floated out. Didn't break out. All right. Russ in the 407. Hey, how you guys doing? All right, what do you got, Russ? I uh, got a new reality show I was thinking they should bring up, is uh, like they got on the other networks, to catch a priest. That'd be about basically the same show. <laughs> it's the exact same show, <laughs> but it would be a winner. Absolutely a winner. 407-916-1041, 888 Let's go to uh, EJ from the U. 
How about, uh, they have one on that's like this, uh, deal or no deal with the devil, with Carl Rove as the host. Yeah, now it's perfect because Rove, uh, I believe, is the devil. Mm-hmm. And you just make a deal with him. And it's just a whole bunch of senators lined up. <laughs> you get Rove, Jack Abramoff, it, J- Dick Cheney. Any of them could hang out there and host that deal or no deal with the devil. Interchangeable. Bobby Hill in the 420. What's up, Bobby? Hey, hey Queers. Uh, I, heard there, uh, I heard there's two new shows they're going to be running. Uh, I heard they're starting uh, Total Repent Live with Ryan Seacrest, and then on overnights they're going to run old episodes of the Osborne to catch up with the uh, the devil worshiping demographic. Ah, uh, yeah, because you want to bring them all in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, I guess our buddy, uh, comedian buddy Arnie Ellis, um, Nazareth 90210. And they're just going to throw Nazareth 90210 just about coming up on the good part of town, where uh, it's not dirt floors, but it's um, straw. And just growing up and how you have to deal with the other people in your high school. And, of course, the one kid does commit suicide and he goes to hell. Of course. That's actually going to be the whole episode. Big cooch in 321. Jesus. What hey, is- man, uh, American Disciple, who would our judges be? I'm thinking, like, King Herod, Pontius Pilate, and uh, Judas. It all sounds good. Um, I Just whoever. I don't know if it'll work. What, the whole network? It sounds like it's a hit already. All right, a couple of shows they already have on now, they're just going to rework. Vanish, just going to be about the rapture. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was scared all my childhood waiting for, for, the, the, rapture? for the rapture to happen. I, it's so funny. September 13th, 14th, or 15th in 1988... It was supposed to happen, and my aunts and uncles had this book, The 88 Reasons Why the Rapture Will Happen uh, in 1988. And Whenever they have a gimmicky book like that, you know it's not true. And so I'm sitting at my, because in, in fifth grade, when I was in Midland, Texas, which was an awful hell, a uh, hole of a place, um, for the first two days of the week, I would go to the talented and gifted school, and then the rest of the week, I'd go to my regular school. So I'm sitting there at lunch, um, just waiting for all the kids around me to disappear and for me to not because in the third grade I had porn. And I'm just thinking everyone else around me is going to vanish. <laughs> and you're going to be left there with and your porn. I'm gonna, I'd be happy. I'm going to be left behind and have to get the mark of the beast or taken to the guillotine and have my head cut off. This was my childhood, <laughs> and if you ever wonder why we run bits like this, that's why. This is what I grew up with. Let's go to, uh Wow. Bliss Cranderson in the 407? Yes. Which, Benny Christ. Benny Christ? <laughs> kind of like. Benny Christ. This show's going to be called Benny Christ. <laughs> Just running around. Oh, running man. around in, the, in sandals. Trying to. I can't wait for this one. Curb your Judaism. <laughs> New on Fox. <laughs> Curb your Judaism. <laughs> Mr. Delicious in the 407. What do you got, Mr. Delicious? What's up, fellas? How about uh, Nuns Gone Wild? <laughs> oh, boy. That's no. That's just going to be the late-night infomercial mm-hmm. that you're going to have. Yeah, on. you're just going to have five-minute commercials of that. You're just sitting there from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock in the morning staring at it. You see a bunch of knees. Dialing a number thinking, will this be worth it? Will this be worth it? <laughs> and then they never stop coming. <laughs> yeah, you're always getting them. <laughs> Jerusalem's Most Wanted. Getting a lot of that. So anyway, Dubs. Um, 
You know it's going to work. You know it's going to work with the Christians just all over this. And good for them. Because here's what I say. I say uh, there's not enough. There's not enough stuff out there. I know that Christians are being persecuted nowadays. Ex-Con in the 407. Yeah, man, uh, on the Outdoor Live channel, uh, Ted Nugent going to be uh, hosting Hunting the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Of course, Hell's Kitchen is going to be about uh, fixing the last, uh, the best Last Supper. You go to hell in twenty-seven instead of twenty-four, and it's still going to have Jack Bauer, but he's going to have to read all twenty-seven testaments or the White House explodes. <laughs> it could work, absolutely. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Phaser Bank in the three two one. What's up, Phaser Bank? Hey guys, I got one for you. How about a hidden camera show? We call it Candid Confessional. I, now that one. Actually, I would watch that. I'd be all over it. How about just a take on Entourage, but it's all of Jesus' crew? <laughs> it's just him and his boys. <laughs> Do you think Peter was the turtle of the crew? Just trying to get laid, get the runoff. Get the Jesus runoff. All right. You know, that's over the line. Dump what? It. Just dump it. Why? Save us a headache. <laughs> Save us a headache. Instead of the shield, the field, based on uh, Jewish slaves in Egypt, main character, Leon Schinkelstein. <laughs> Billy in the 863. Hey, Billy. How about a uh, pre-sigh for the agnostic guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hideout Room Radio 104.1. Hour 2 in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Tonight, the night Dubs dies. Why is that? Um, you've just downed your fourth monster, mm-hmm. and you are still fighting to stay awake. Yeah. We, talk, we started off the show with it, and just about how you just you run down, and again, you're having trouble during the break, staying awake, man. Mm-hmm. Well, even during uh, the segments. It's a slow death for him. Oh, no, it won't be. It'll just be that nice little stroke that'll end it all. Uh, are you going to stop now with the energy drinks or keep them going? Oh, I'll probably keep them going. I'd rather you stop. I worry for you. I do worry for you. Worry about what? I don't know. Your blood vessels? <laughs> your adrenal glands? Oh, they're all screwed. It's like you're drunk. I'm just tired. From what? I don't know. Life. My yeah. terrible, terrible life yeah, I have. It's so awful. <laughs> How much Madden did you play today? None. I only play that at night. Oh, so that's why you're up till 5. No, no, I do a couple of those, and I watch some of my, uh, my DVR. Uh, J-Dubs, uh, I don't know if we had Robert on the show before, but we did have someone from the stupidityawards.com. Yeah, we had uh, Albert Nuremberg last yeah, time. I was about to say, I don't remember the name being so easy to say. Uh, but Robert Spence, 4th Annual Stupidity Awards, stupidityawards.com. Uh, welcome to the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1 Orlando. What's going on, brother? Hey, yo, Hideout. It's me, Rob Spence, Spokesmoron. Uh, yeah, I forget that they call themselves Spokesmorons. Yo. Um, what a... <laughs> I like your running with the old school jam bumper music bit. Yeah, yo. Yeah. All right, Word. so tell me about Word. the winners. 
Who who right. won or well, lost uh, or whatever? And what are the stupidity awards? They seem pretty self-explanatory, but well, stupidity awards. Well, the first thing is we always get is it, is it the Darwin Awards? It's not, and you know the Darwin Awards are, are people who kill themselves, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, stupidly. Uh-huh. We're we're all about uh, world class stupidity, recognizing it because no one else has, uh, and and especially the kind of stupidity that affects the rest of us. So whereas you might, uh, let's say, for example, drink too many energy drinks and eventually and die from it. pee your pants or something, mm-hmm. uh, if you were the CEO of a pharmaceutical company that, uh, that okayed a drug for mass consumption that made everybody pee their pants, that would be world-class stupidity as opposed to just... You know, individual uh, idiocy. All right, very nice. Who were the uh, what were like what were the categories for the stupidity awards? Stupidityawards.com. Right. Well, uh, yeah, we we have this online site, stupidityawards.com, and and everyone voted, and of course we we now have uh, the winners. And, uh, and the the first one is is kind of like um, you know the Oscars. Uh, it's stupidest man of the year. And, uh, and uh, who were the nominees? Well, the nominees were uh, Michael Brown. You might know that guy. He's former director of FEMA. Of FEMA, yep. yep. Yeah, he uh, Brownie, some people call him. Did a hell of a job, uh, Brownie. Mm-hmm. King, King, Kim Jong-il, that kind of uh, North Korean dictator guy who, who reminds us of a uh, you know a little drunk psycho at a party that's challenging all the football players. And looking for a fight. Yeah, and then there's uh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, president of Iran. Nice job on that one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was hard, and I did it. I have a spokesman on here. Look, okay? So uh, I got you. Dick Cheney, Vice President of the United States. All right. Who won? Well, the, I didn't say the last one, which is a guy called Donald Thompson, and he is the Oklahoma penis pump judge. Ah, uh, yes, the guy who was and, using uh, the pump during uh, during yeah. cases. He was using a, a penis pump, and uh, eventually, like, during, you know, trials talking about child welfare or whatever <laughs> people you know were were consistently hearing like sort of a a sucking fleshy noise mm-hmm. hey this and, is what's so uh, funny is that yeah, the, that is how concerned guys are with their size that even during a child abuse case or whatever it was right. you're like you know what i need to multitask and what could i yeah. be doing with my time i know making myself larger so who well, won? I didn't know this app- particular application of the penis pump, but I, I think he was using it for self-pleasuring because the janitorial staff are the ones who busted him when they went wow. sort of gallons of semen in the... Uh, yeah, they, uh, the, they, they uh, either thought it yeah. was... Uh, I, hmm. All right, I did not know that. Right, who yeah. was the big well, winner for that? that or, uh, you, try on, you guys are on the radio, right? So as long as you... Well, you know. All right, what are you uh, saying? Look, loud. You can, there's actually a very quiet one called the uh, called the penis pump uh, silent silent back. All right, enough of the penis pump. Yes. Who won? <laughs> You're disgusting me. Yeah, that's yeah. a little creepy. Okay, sorry about that. No, let's move on. All right, so who won? Donald the, Thomas, the, the penis pump judge. Yeah. Oh, won, okay, he's it, the one that that's won. That's what the voters decided. You know, I I thought maybe Kim Jong Il because he really is. You know, it's a no brainer. South Korea is doing really well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on top so of the world. Say, uh, pardon? No, they're on top of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So then next we had stupidest statement of the year. <sighs> All right. I can't deal with it anymore. Dumbest guest of the year. I just can't. Guy that can't get through the damn interview of the year. I'm just, there's no need for oh. the commentary. I know there are sports morons. Well, he's Canadian. I think he's trying to be, you know, that Canadian wit. Oh, oh. yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. The great, eh. funny Canadians. Maybe we'll be put on the next one. Dumbest radio show of the year. I hope so. 
beat oh it, douchebag. God, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. I, there was something about his delivery. It was just grating. Here's what I would have rather heard for that entire part. Like someone had scissors and they were running them on my eardrum. Stop it. Oh, you have a problem with that, don't yeah. you? Just stick your keys in your ears, then. Stop it. Yeah, Dubs has what? a real problem with sticking things in your ear. Oh, oh, I stuck my pen in too far. Actually, now that we have real TV, let's come show everybody. Get out of here. Which camera's off? Get out of here. I'm not watching you. Here we go. I'm not watching you. Guys are dirty. Get out of here. No. Get away. Oh, hold on, let me wipe it off. No. Jesus. Stop it. No, get out of here. I wish I had made that the one question interview. Chunks is like, yeah, this will be great. Didn't we hang up on him kind of uh, like the other guy kind of early last time they're too? Just Canadians and yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I think the last guy redeemed himself toward the end. Well, he we wanted to last time. I couldn't hang through. I just couldn't do it this go around. Here's here's what sucks. The stupidityawards.com. It's actually very funny. Like it's mm -hmm. pretty legit. And they got pretty good uh, topics or categories, and um, the nominations were pretty cool. But I just can't talk to the guys. That's one of those you just read off. Yeah. Trying to, trying to do his thing, whatever it was. Um, all right, do we have the winners here? Yeah. Oh, I'd rather not. Here's what I think of that. That, that's a good one, Chunks. We'll chalk that one up as a winner for Chunks. Mm -hmm. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Hey, our buddy is B uh, Benny. Uh, I guess Benny Christ uh, is here in the hideout. And you've done a little something for the hideout. Well, you did it for Back Booth, but you're also helping the hideout. What do you got, Benny? What are you doing for us? Oh, I got uh, Doug Stanhope uh, from the Man Show and Girls Gone Wild coming in to the Back Booth on September 30th. Oh, very nice. Is that Saturday night? It's, it's Saturday night, yes. Very cool. Um, What uh, what exactly uh, is it just going to be a comedy show that night at Back Booth? Because Back Booth, like, from my understanding... Mo no more for like music and stuff, but I didn't know like comedy acts and things went through there. Yeah, this is the the first uh, comedy show they've had in a, several years. Uh, they had Ron Jeremy there before uh, doing a stand up, but uh, yeah, we have it's Doug stand up and a couple other uh, comedians uh, that are to be determined of his choosing of choosing. But uh, we also have musical guests uh, Jeannie and the Memories. Oh, what's that? All right, so I'm assuming those are chicks. Yeah. Absolutely. What's well, the, the uh, name's a little bit different, but we can't say it on the air. Yeah. Genie and the blanks. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the T word? Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. Uh, What's there? Are they like hardcore? Or, uh, no, they're um they're kind of garage garage rock, punk rock. They hot? Uh, a couple of them, yeah. All right, I like how it's a couple of them, because here's the thing. You can never get like a truly talented all-girl band with all hot chicks. Mm -hmm. There are like two of them <laughs> are pretty. Like, remember the band Kitty? And there was, like, one of the girls in Kitty that was maybe two of them, and the other ones were beasts. Yeah, the other two were pigs. or Like, the one was kind of piggy, and the other one was, like, really tall and uh, Amazon-like. Right. But, you know, two's good enough. And yeah. I, I'm actually a big fan of uh, chick bands, so I'm, that's, that's going to be very cool. All right, so Doug Stanhope, Saturday, September 30th, 
And you got some specials for the Heretics? What do you got? First of all, you gave us tickets for Doug Stan, uh, Stan I hope, at uh, Backbooth, backbooth.com. What else do you got? I got, um, I got for any of the Heretics that come up there, buy a ticket or whatnot, do you have a show your Heretic ID and your just state ID card, and you get uh, a, a free a drink ticket for a free Wells whatever or a High Life. Oh, very nice. Yeah. All right, Dubs, I'm all over there. I'm going. Are you? I'm gonna take a couple. <laughs> we, we have tickets for you guys too. Oh, yeah, like that's oh, that's, oh, that's oh, for yeah. giveaway. Anything you guys want, we got gotcha. you. All right, so Saturday uh, drinks perfect. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you heard it on the I got tape of it. I'm gonna bring the bring an MP3. I'm actually gonna hold the MP3 and say, here it is. He said I can drink whatever I want. <laughs> right on, man. Um, very cool, man. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, going Dubs, or you never leave your apartment. No, I'm a I'm a shut in. But I might go to that. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's not too often that uh, you and I get downtown, mm-hmm. so I'll go see this. Well, Benny, I appreciate this. Doug Stanhope, uh, people can, can, can get their tickets now? Yes, they can. Be, uh, anybody who wants to get their tickets can either go to uh, Park Avenue, Avenue CDs or to backbooth.com for CDs. It's uh, $10 in advance or $12 at the door. So. All right, very cool. We appreciate yeah. it, and we're going to have some tickets to give away, and we'll just mix this in with uh, any of the uh, contests that we have. In fact, let's just give out a pair now. All right, 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That is Doug Stanhope at the back booth, Saturday night, September 30th, and uh, doors are at 9 I think we're going to be there. We'll make this into a little hair tick event. And thank you to Benny, who's uh, doing this up for us. Bring your hair tick card. You get a coupon for a free drink. Liking that. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Congratulations, uh, congratulations, wow, to J.E. in the 407, he oh, won the dang... Done, you're done talking. Okay. Guinness hands him another, another monster so he can stay awake. All right, who is our winner over there, uh, Chunks? J.E. J.E. won the tickets for Doug Stanhope. Yeah, in the 407. Uh, at Back Booth, Saturday night, September 30th. Comedy show. Should be a lot of fun. We thank Benny for hooking that up, man, getting us into... Hey, speaking of Pine Street... I don't know if this is a little competition, but I don't think it is. I think everybody's buddies down there. We're doing the uh, the Matador thing, and we're very excited. Hopefully, we'll see you down there, Benny, and some of those guys in that neighborhood. It's going to be a hideout happy hour. Tomorrow's going to be really chill, then we're going to kind of ramp it up a little bit. Hideout happy hour at the Matador on Pine Street. It's a fantastic uh, little place. Uh, it was one of our favorite bars whenever Dubs and mm-hmm. I came down here, like immediately, the Matador it's like the hideout. It's like kind of almost what you picture the hideout would be with like an upper level with couches where you can just hang out, the little lower level. And we're going we're gonna to have some hip-hop and rock music on in the background, help you decompress from the weekend with the hideout happy hour. Probably some prizes and stuff, too, some uh, some hideout stuff. And uh, I'm thinking it would be a lot of fun just to have some board games, just kind of hanging out. Just chill out, yeah. A little Connect Four. Turn it into a drinking game, maybe um, some checkers or some uh, dominoes, something like that. So I think that'll be a lot of fun, a good way to decompress from the week. The Matador, 5 to 8, uh, the hideout starts every Friday, uh, and it starts tomorrow. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, Chunks was one for two tonight. 
What do you mean one for two? He did get a Scott Grimes. Who's that? From ER. And ah. also Band of Brothers. Uh, red-headed kid, Irish kid. Um, mm-hmm. He's Dr. Archie Morris on ER. And uh, I actually talked to him earlier in the day. So we'll play that one for you coming up uh, here in just a little bit. Dubs, how you doing? It seems like you're having uh, more and more trouble. <laughs> yeah, he keeps on dragging me down more and more. I have an anchor attached to this show right now, so I'm sorry. That's right. Do you? My you, bad. Dude, I'm not lying to you. You can go home. If no, you want I to. can't. You look pretty bad, Dubs. Beat it. I would. No one hear from you. I really, really, really would like for you uh, to not. Um, you know. I'll sit here quietly until I feel better. We got to run phones though. That's the only problem. That's fine. You're just going to punch him up whenever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stacy. Hello, Stacy. You're in the hideout. See, this is going to throw me off because I can't handle the phones. I don't know what's Hello. going on. What do you got? You're on the oh, air. Hey, Dubs. <sighs> I got a challenge for you. All right, what's the challenge for him? If you can down 12 Monster Energy drinks by the 10 o'clock hour, I'll stop raping Tyrone. What the hell? Leave my that. cat out of this. Where's the cat come from? I don't know. I'm going to see if our comedian buddy Pedro comes sit in for you. Okay. I think you should go home. I'm not going home. I'm staying right here with you, buddy. Me and you. See, I can't drop Me the, and you. I can't pull the anchor up. He's just going to sit here and say, I'm okay. Jack in the 863. What's up, Jack? What's up, fellas? Hey, board games. Risk. Makes a great drinking game. How? I don't know, but I'm sure you guys could figure it out. <laughs> All right. I, I don't think I've ever been able to figure out the game risk. Really? It's one of my favorite games. I never played it. I have it for, uh, I used to have it for my PlayStation. Life, I think, uh, could be fun. Mm-hmm. I always enjoyed playing Life. There's something about board games and drinking. The more I think about it, it seems like it'd be a good time. Checkers. And here's the big thing. There are a lot of really hot chicks that hang out at a place like the Matador. Kind of chicks that, you know, you're into. And I would figure an easy way to break, like, the ice or the tension. I'm like, hey, what a game of Connect 4. You <laughs> That's what I always do. You know? I would. What else are you going to do? It's not like you're going to say, hey, you want to go dance? Somebody's going to go dance. It's like, hey, let's come over here. Let's play a little game. Get to know you. I'm telling you, man, when you're going on first dates and you're trying to meet chicks, mm-hmm. or let's say you got a first date lined up, people make the mistake all the time of going to the movies. The movies is the worst first date uh, possible. Why? You don't get a chance to know each other. Yeah, it kind of cuts off the... Uh communication right there you're sitting there you don't you don't know her and you're like it's way too early to start making any moves and trying to put your hand in around her or the popcorn trick you can't do any of that that early on so, watch me you she'll look over i'll be just sitting there uh wearing a windbreaker that's all no pants no nothing <laughs> a windbreaker and flip-flops a half uh, a half zip down windbreaker just let my chest flow out there for You're so dirty because I got that mental image. <laughs> Only thing you'll be seeing around my uh, my ankles are my uh, umbros. <laughs> and that's it. So here's what I'm thinking. I am of the opinion that an amusement park is the best first date. Because, A, you get a chance to talk. B, you have some closeness because you get on the rides together. And then there's almost this immediate bond from the rush and the adrenaline that you get from the rides. And the adrenaline and that and those rush kind of releases the same kind of endorphins that have to do with love. But there is no way you want to uh, get laid after that day, though. 
You know, both of you guys are going to be very, very um, sweaty in the nether regions. Yeah, but who? what are the chances? I'm talking about a chick that that you're... A chick that maybe you're looking to get something legitimate going. I'm not talking about some whore you just happened to pick up. I'm talking about if you really want to get something. I'll tell you another place, too. Okay. Sorry, I didn't realize man's man and your windbreaker and I'm bros. Yes. (laughs) That's what dudes wear, you puss. I say, and I think it'd be fantastic, Halloween Horror Nights is another one of those. We're going to be broadcasting live from there on uh, Friday night. Mm-hmm. That's your birthday. Have we decided what we're doing for your birthday out there at Halloween Horror no, Nights? No, we haven't really. We haven't uh, talked about it yet. October 20th. It's mm-hmm. my understanding. It's all in the Universal Studios. My chick is actually working Halloween Horror Nights. She's got a really uh, a cool part out there. Um, but I'm thinking, like, once we're in... and See, last year at Halloween Horror Nights, it was mostly over Island of Adventures... And we were stuck in studios at the T3 um, outfit at the radio studio over there. This time it's in studios, so there will be people walking around as we're doing the show. So that's going to be way more fun. Yeah, that's how it was last time we were there, too, uh, when you uh, went home. Right. It, it was it was different because we hadn't been out there when the actual park was open. We were always out there kind of in the studio, but no one was walking around. It makes It gives you a completely different dynamic when all these families are walking by you. I'm going to love it. Are you kidding? During Halloween Horror Nights? Yeah. But here's the thing that I'm thinking. Because we're going to do our happy hour at the Matador. So I say you get drunk. I mean drunk. And we'll drive you because it's your birthday. Okay. Then we go down and we do the show Halloween Horror Nights. You'll be plastered. Then afterwards we go out and we drink some more. And let's really, right now you're destroying your heart with the mm-hmm. caffeine. We'll work on your liver on your birthday. Might as well. Might as well even it all out. Although I'm sure the caffeine also hurts your liver, too. And probably your kidneys. Because how many times have you gone to the restroom? Three. Yeah. And that's, In an hour and a half. Man, look at you. Things are picking up. Little Billy in the 863. What's up, Billy? Uh, happy to, to say this. Go home and, and let me go. Let me out of the closet. I was good to you. What the hell? I don't know what's going on. How did you get a cell phone, Billy? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Is it the kid you keep in your closet? Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Mark in the 407. I won't question. That's fine. What Mark. Got, what do you got, Mark? Hey, what's up? Hey, you're dead on with the adrenaline with the first date. It's, it, the best advice I ever took from college was a psych professor telling me telling us to do that. Works like a charm. I just, yeah, and they remember it. They remember that daring stuff and everything. It's the best. I, so a professor told you, I thought of this on my own, and I don't even have a psycho. I'm just, just call me Dr. Hefe from now on. Because I'm brilliant. I refuse. I, have these, I will never do that. I have these thoughts all the time. Constantly. This is smart stuff, I'm saying. So if you can't go to amusement park, first date, Matador, uh, hideout happy hour Fridays. It's the same adrenaline rush playing Connect Four. Yes, when you, when you know you have them, when you have three on each side, and you know, hey, I can drop it anywhere, and I'm winning. Boggs Wayne Gacy in the 407. Oh, boy. What do you got? I was just saying, uh, Stratego. That, I don't know if you guys ever played that. It's uh, like a, it's like chess, but just more complicated. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> it's That's... like chess mixed with memory. That's a really great drinking game, right there. Especially if you make it so the number on the piece is how many shots you have to take, whatever gets taken away. Hey, what happened to that? Uh, what's the one where you push down on that little dome in the center? Uh, trouble with the popmatic bubble. I guess that's it. Yes, it sounds correct. Something like that could be a lot of fun. All right, 
So my first date doesn't work of taking him to an amusement park, according to J-Dubs mm-hmm. and his windbreaker and nothing else. Where are you taking him? Um, the first date I've always done is basically just dinner and going out and trying to get laid afterwards. See, that doesn't ever work. <laughs> it does. It's not, dude, but it's not as good. That's basic, man. That's every other hack out there doing that, trying to you get You know why panties. everybody does it? Because it works. No, it doesn't. You know what works? Is go to see a movie that's opening up that weekend that you know will be sold out. So then you go show up with the girl and go, oh, it's sold out. Now what do you want to do? <laughs> Sign by deal. Like, oh, now what? You go park the car somewhere. I'm like, mm, I don't know really what to do. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> it works. I'm serious. I've done it before. What was that sound? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I was in a grabbing motion, too. Oh, I saw. It's kind of like right below the boob, right I by the you. rib cage, but then you kind of move it up. Mm-hmm. Semper Bry. Hey, Semper Bry. What's going on, guys? Hey, Take, brother. Takes all his dates to a bar. Yeah. Look at what she makes. <laughs> hey, I got, I, got, I got you one up. This is uh, what I did actually a couple of days ago for my first date with this girl. I did about five Irish car bombs in my house. I had her come pick me up. <laughs> and then we went to go see that movie Beer Fest where I uh, had this little game that I was playing with my uh, two sisters of whiskey where I would take a shot every time one of them drank. Oh, every Jesus, single time. man. All right, all right, and so- I ended up urinating in the movie theater <laughs> and up in the corner. <laughs> So as not to miss any of the movies. You're an animal. <laughs> See you Saturday at Heretic Open Up. Oh, my God. What a beast. Who does that? You've never gone to the bathroom? In a- no. You've never gone there drunk, then. So it, I like how it's like with a proper, so as to not miss any of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, there's reasons behind it. Nathan, the 440. What's up, Nathan? Yo, guys, how y'all doing? All right, you're drunk. What's up? Oh, I'm drunk. Huh? All right, hey, you know it's a funny, a funny date. Um, yeah, hold on a second. Funny date, man. Go to the zoo, dude. It's awesome. If you go to the right zoo, there are these certain monkeys that have like a large clitoris. And All right, you can't say that. Don't be racist either. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with people overall? All you gotta do is say the red ass. Just yeah. roll with that. We'll know what you're talking about. Isn't that the whole thing? You take retards to the zoo. All right, Iceman brings up an interesting one: late night coffee at Denny's. Because the people watching at a Denny's late night is fantastic. You get to see the drugs and the bottom of the dregs of humanity. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, so I don't look so bad. You go hang out with a whole bunch of losers, so you look like a winner. I'm telling you, it works. You've done that one before, too? Uh, no. I'm just saying I think it would. Sold out movie. It has my, uh... Yeah, I like how Drunkatron breaks up with Simper Bri, like they're not right for each other. Mm -hmm. Because you know both of them could urinate in each corner of a movie theater. Just so Standing on opposite ones. Yeah. Going in each other's corner. Pedro Pedro thinks uh, Operation. Have operation out at the uh, operation Matador. drunk would be way too hard. He says it's it's awesome. I bet that would that would up the ante a little bit uh, for the uh, hideout happy hour over at Matador coming up tomorrow. 
Let's go to Slap Nuts in the 407. Jeez, it's got a better name. Yeah, I got a drinking game that we invented this weekend. It's called Drunk Boxing, and you need six people to die, and you play it exactly like a boxing match. Three-minute rounds mm-hmm. with shots of beer, and you, you challenge somebody. So die, uh, high die wins, and you do your shot of beer, and you keep going. So you have a corner man that keeps filling up your drink. <laughs> it gets better. And then if you roll a six and the other person rolls a one, they get a standing eight count. And they have to chug a beer for eight seconds. And I, then they come back in. Are you the guys that I want at the Matador tomorrow? Yeah, make sure you come on out. And, uh, you know, you bring your ideas for the games. The hideout happy hour, man. It's going to start slow. We're going to build it up. Then mm-hmm. it's going to become the happy hour in town. At first, because I mentioned it to Dan at first, he's like, eh, all right, it's not same bad. But the more I think about games and drinking, and it doesn't even have to be too crazy, but just the subtlety of how much fun it would be to play Operation while you're drunk and just the giggles you would get. Do you know that tomorrow's show will be useless? Um, I'm sure. I will be like you mm-hmm. tonight. Dead weight. Thank you. Because I will be so wasted. I can't wait for it. It's going to be the Mavericks finals all over again. It is. It really is. It's the, i got to drink those sorrows out now. Thanks. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Dubs is suffering right now. I don't know why. It's, it's really odd. I usually don't feel like this. Iceman says, uh, I think Dubs has the T-virus, <laughs> Resident Evil, because you look like a zombie. People Do are che- checking you out on real TV. Let me thank Benny, man. Benny's one of those guys mm-hmm. who takes things into his own hands. He kind of does, he's got a few few things, but uh, he's also a little bit of a booker and promoter. And He's like, man, I want Doug Stanhope in town. So he booked him over at the back booth for uh, Saturday night, September 30th. And we're all going to head out there. we got tickets we're still going to give away. It's going to be a lot of fun, little Saturday night party. Um, and, of course, the uh, happy hour at the Matador. A lot, of, a lot of people saying they're going to be there. Get there early, because we're going to get there at 5. Yes. And we'll be there at 5, opening it up, uh, drinking heavily, playing games, and then coming and doing a drunk show. Mm-hmm. So, we, uh, yeah, we'll be back up here, ready to do a show. But drunk. Yeah, so. it's, yeah, it's going to work out perfectly. But the uh, specials will continue going uh, and, well and into the night. i got to get a copy of that. Uh, i got the specials around here somewhere. It's All like right. two-for-one domestics, two-for-one wells, high-quality wells, um, and then like 250 imports. Obviously, no cover or anything like that. Just come on up and have, have a good time with us over at the Matador. They're good people over there. Uh 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Did you see John Mark Carr? And, uh... He's still in the news? Yeah. I guess they lost one of the computers that had all his cape on it. I wonder what lucky winner got that one. Yeah. Of course, John Mark Carr was the guy who was uh, the one-time JonBenet Ramsey murder suspect. But they say, regardless, it's probably not going to jeopardize the case against him because they copied the entire hard drive contents and printed out five of the pictures. Oh, dude, you want to talk disturbing? Mm-hmm. I guess there was some sort of a raid at, in Long Island, and they busted some cat that had um, online trafficking and child pornography. But then the latest 
twist was pedophiles are now getting child-sized blow-up dolls. Oh, man. And I'm like, ugh. And I, I mean, at first I'm taking it back and I'm like, this is awful. But then I start thinking about it more mm-hmm. and more. I think this may actually be a good thing, and let me tell you why. With a, I am a big believer that a lot of times people are one way, and you can't change them. Sometimes people who get molested, a lot mm-hmm. of times, I'm going to say sometimes, people who get molested end up repeating the cycle. But it's a vicious cycle that for some reason they cannot break. So instead of, you know, with online pictures and with pictures, like kids are being hurt in that, and it's awful. Yeah. And obviously you don't want a kid to get abused. But these people are, they, they're still going to want to get the poison out. You know what I mean? So why not have it be an inanimate object like a child-sized blow-up doll? Uh, here's the problem. It's not, and- it's not that you're feeding the hunger because they're going to have the hunger regardless. No, what you're doing, you're giving them a sparring partner for the big fight. What they're doing, they're, they're just practicing on that thing until they find a child stupid enough to come over to their place. Dude, I don't know, man. Sometimes it's about, it's sickly about the fantasy, and if they can live that out and not seek online child porn mm-hmm. and not obviously go seek out children instead, be with their kitty blow-up doll, I think it's better. But that's not where it's going to stop. They aren't They aren't going to be satisfied with a uh, kitty blow-up doll. They're, well, gonna, they're just going to use that thing and kind of, you know, uh, get their practice on. Well, regardless, I mean, I don't know about getting their practice on. I don't think it's a uh, two-a-days. It is. That's, that's their version of a two-a-day for the big game. I don't know. Personally, me, I'd rather them be with this, this blow-up doll, this child blow-up doll, than look at kitty porn which, where kids are hurt or actually touch a kid. I think it could be somewhat of a deterrent. Now, will it solve the problem completely? No, of course not. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't know. It makes a little bit of sense, and I guess I'm on crazy pills, though. I think you are. Uh, well, I'm trying to make sense here. I'm trying to solve the world's problems all you want. Well, wait, your way of solving the world's problems is giving people child-sized blow-up dolls. That's going to solve the world's problems. It, listen, it is one answer to many of the questions. No, it's not an answer. It is a suggestion to many of the questions out there in life. All right, Simmons writes, maybe children of the 80s should get up with their My Buddy dolls to these pedos to save the children of today. Toys for touchers. <laughs> That's going to be the new uh, slogan for it, and everybody can just drop them off at their local Goodwill. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Because sadly, you can't stop this stuff. It's I'll, always going to be out there. I'll tell you how to keep them away from them. Dress them like my mom dressed me as a kid. There's no. I was. I was. The, I was the kid who would never have gotten touched. Because I wore the... Uh, the uh, oh, that's good. That's good for so, you. So what we need to do is take all these kids, put them in those John Stockton shorts like back in the 80s like I used to wear, uh, and a uh, very, very um, 
uh, tight basketball shirt. I, I was the red right. team. And it always came to my belly button. <laughs> I, speaking of that, I don't know why you reminded me. So when I was in middle school at the uh, True Middle School Trojans, we uh, pictured day. And it was all the John Stockton shorts. It was like really kind of one of the last years before mm-hmm. they started extending the shorts. And I was a pudgy kid. And <laughs> I have the stupidest photo, and i got to see if I can find it so we can put it up on uh, the website, rollradio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, fullballonades.com. It is a fat, greasy me, pimple-laden, with the nerdiest glasses you've ever seen. And it was the stupid pose of us dunking, standing up on a ladder, looking back at the camera like we were dunking the ball. It was the most douche-chill thing ever. Let's go to uh, Tanya in the 407. What's up, Tanya? My mom had 70 of them. I I think there's a, a couple problems here that need to be resolved. One is that... At school, they need to teach these uh, these kids a lot more about these predators and get them understanding how to defend themselves and what to do right from the start. And Two, uh, the way to defend yourself is uh, the John Stockton shorts. Uh, you know, that's a good point. Did you hang up on her? No. No. Still there. Okay, go ahead, Tony. But they they need to teach they need to teach kids more about speaking up, not being scared to speak up and and talk to them because it's uh, it's gotten out of hand. We're not giving them uh, big enough sentences, hard enough penalties, and we can't stop the cycle if the children don't know they can speak up. Well, that was proof positive last night. I don't know if you heard it, but we did that sexual predator sweet 16, and it was a lot of, like, the female teachers and their male kids, and literally, like, house arrest. And right. I, I, double uh, double standard or not, it's still kid touching. You and know? and, and he, here's the problem with exactly. that, like uh, teaching them more. The people we have teaching them are a lot of the people touching them. Yeah, you that's know? Another... so they aren't going to teach them the ways to get out of it. That's another issue too. I thank well, you, sweetie. Well, they've got to have background checks. But yeah, I think they should. All right, our buddy currently, who's going to be out at the uh, mm-hmm. at a happy hour tomorrow at the Matador, says in Japan, surprise, surprise, they actually have childlike love dolls. Oh, it's just a regular Asian. Jesus. Hairless. Come on. <laughs> Pinchy in the 440. What's up, Pinchy? Hey, I heard a rumor that Hefe's got a Tyrone doll in his You're uh, closet. son of a bitch. <laughs> no, that's just Tyrone. I heard our boy, uh... Wrap <laughs> no up, doll needed. Boy Pinchy in the 440 wrap up the night last, uh... Or wrap up the uh, morning this morning on ONA. Yeah? Okay, there's a little Pinchy in the... I recognize that. I think he's going to the uh, Traveling Virus uh, show tomorrow in Cleveland. Look at him. So, Attaway Pinchy. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I'm telling you, solving the world's problems. <laughs> One child blow up doll at a time. No, it's not going to solve any problems. That's not going to work. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Thursday night, it's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Hope everybody's having a great... I love Thursdays. Yeah. We got Chunks Fat Man Diary coming up. That's not the reason, though. All right, where is Chunks? Right here. He's just talking lawsuit. Over. Falling in the green room. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, I can't feel the left side of my face. <laughs> and my neck is just in, like, awful, awful pain. Feels like this is did you in. Did you fall all the way down to the ground? Yes, I did. Like, I did. And I had to hold back because... At the last second, I realized that, you know, you guys were on air, and I forgot where I was, and I almost just dropped the loudest, uh, you know, blank bomb in the world. Can't use initials, so. It was a bad one. It was one that probably would have got us fired. 
Or find. So you, um... So you're just walking back there? Well, no, Dub said, hey, run, get me a cup for the monster. <laughs> I didn't mean to run, run. What? You say run, man, I'm running. I get water and and monsters and cups and forks Yeah, because we got no interns tonight. Where are the interns? Oh, man, I don't, Gazoo was telling me something, but I kind of had enough of him last night. You know, I got you. I, I can't really understand him. And C-Lane, I, I couldn't really understand him either. He sounded extra blubbery today. I think he said something about a gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He said something about a gig that he's got to perform at and that his voice isn't feeling well and his computer and trying to do... Uh, Excuses, excuses. Yeah. But, I don't know, I guess he said he needs money, so he's not going to come here and work for free. He'd rather go get money. But he's not having as much fun. Not working for free like you. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, essentially that's what will happen when you uh, pay the doctor's bill. What do you think happened? I don't know, man. There's something out there out of whack. I don't have to pay the doctor's bill, do I? I mean, like, uh, can I sue or something like Wardman's that? Wardman's comp or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's Technically, you were running. No, man. You know, running to the um, to the aid of the job, which is a, a buy clause. Doesn't make sense. No, it's in there, man. It's in the fine print. You know, in the, the sheets they made us sign when we first got here? Yeah, you were going to uh, have to pay out of pocket. For what? Because I was running? Mm-hmm. I can't afford that, man. How I much? Can... How much? Uh, let's say a doctor's bill. You got a doctor's bill. How much could you afford to pay for a doctor's bill? Thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. No, no, I couldn't. Um, we get that later. Let's say that you uh, have twenty-six bucks. So you need to find a doctor that'll see you for twenty-six dollars. Yes, a doctor Nick type was pretty much it. And I'm not even joking. I guess I'm behind on uh, like insurance payments or something. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to pay that because uh, they're starting to send me the red letters, which is really bad, you know. It starts off white. Red letters? Yeah, after about three months, they start coloring the letters, hoping you'll pay. <laughs> yeah, so I, He's right, though. They do. Yeah, so. <laughs> they work it in where, you know, and now we're serious. It kind of is. It's intimidating. Didn't, uh, didn't someone tell us one time all you got to do is send them like a dollar and you've officially made a payment? And you can work out, like, a payment plan with hospitals and stuff? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's a dollar. I think it's, like, it's, you can go a very, very low percentage and pay it. But uh, I don't think it's as low as a dollar. Yeah, especially the hospitals around here. I mean, look what happened to Dubs last time he had to go. And my staff infection was, like, 850 bucks. By the way, I am so worried that uh, I'm going to get screwed twice on my colonoscopy. Why? Because... The insurance said, I got to send something called a HIPAA certificate, mm-hmm. which basically means that you had insurance before, so it's not a pretty existing condition, like you weren't covered when all this happened. So I got it from my old insurance, sent it to the new one. They literally sent me back something to my address and my place saying, um, we couldn't find the policyholder for which this is. This is. Hmm? It's me! Yes! You know who it is. You have my address and everything on file. You even have my employee number and my insurance number. The insurance companies and the whole thing, it's such a scam. It is. They're raping you. Insurance overall is raping you. Because I've thought about this before. How much money do you pay in insurance a month? Car insurance. Oh. Health insurance. Home insurance. And for what? Look at these poor people with Katrina. They didn't help them out at Life, all. They have so many clauses in these things. Lives destroyed. 
people literally, their whole, like, house destroyed. And they're like, all right, uh, we just gone through everything. This one covered. The- Here's a check for $750. Thank you. That's one month's payment. Yeah. You know, and then you have to pay that back, uh, probably. Exactly. And then your, your rates go up. Mm-hmm. And then with health insurance, a lot of times, too, you're like, it's better to not have it. And just go to the county ER and just sit there and not pay it. I'm telling you, man, it's such a scam. And that's why I'm excited for this Michael Moore flick. Sicko. I wish this was Canada and we had the health care system. Let's go to Robert in the 407. What's up, Robert? Hey, how's it going? What you got? Well, uh, talk about the hospital and them uh, medical bills. Mm-hmm. I was over at Florida East on uh, Lake Underhill one time. I thought I was having a damn heart attack. So they kept me three days, gave me a test, stress test and everything, and told me I was okay. Go check out at the uh, the business office. So when I went down to the business office, they said, uh, "Well, sir, said, your bill is uh, eight thousand something bucks." Wow. They said, "But if you will uh, pay by cash now or by credit card, we'll cut the bill in half." That's what happened to me too. And uh, let me tell you this, uh, Robert, I did that. I paid it all off all at once, half. They sent me another uh, bill for about the same amount. Oh, really? <laughs> Be, and they said, uh, well, there's a few things in there that uh, we didn't uh, have factored in when you, you uh, when you checked out. Well, what you should have done at that time, if you, was, if you paid it by check on the memo, down there, medical bill paid in full. That's not a bad idea. I just had yeah. a credit card. I, I wasn't expecting that. Write it on the receipt. I wasn't expecting it either. So I told him, I said, what are you talking about? So you'll cut it in half. So you're just ripping me off for $4,000? You know, and and uh, they still ain't got their money. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's screwed with me so many times. Mm-hmm. This insurance scam. That emergency room is so expensive. If you ever have to go in there. Well, like I got to do my colonoscopy, so I got to prepay 25 bucks to my uh, colonoscopy doctor. All right, whatever. That's Co-pay. fine. But then I get a call from Florida Hospital saying, well, now you got to pay $100 up front. Copay for us, too. And I'm like, where am I dishing like all this money at? How many copays am I gonna have to pay? I don't know who's ripping me off and what's mm-hmm. going on. I'm just a schmuck on the radio at night, at night no less. I don't know if you're ripping me off. Let's go to Patricia in the 407. Hi, this is Patricia. How are you guys doing? What's going on? Well, I just wanted to say I don't know if I should mention the hospital name or not, but a lot of people don't realize that there are organizations that donate to the hospital to cover. Expenses for people who go in uninsured. Mm-hmm. Like my visit, my bill totaled over $10,000 from visit um, that I was there overnight and had extensive testing done. And I told them, I don't have insurance. I don't know how I would ever pay this. And the people from the billing department hooked me up with a company that um, works with people who are uninsured. And I got all but $400 of my and testing and everything Damn. like that comps. Uh, you got you got you got off better than people with insurance. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Now it's almost worth the drop it. Yeah, you you pay so much in, and you uh, usually don't use them. I'm just gonna go in there speaking Spanish, like I don't know what's going on, and give them a fake address for uh, Ocala. <laughs> Say I'm just in town for the. Uh... Bj went uh, when he was here. And he didn't go all the way through. <laughs> Your cousin by Curious Beach when he was freaking out with the uh with the panic attack he was having. Right. And he didn't go all the way through it, but he was afraid they were gonna charge his insurance, so he uh distracted the guy up front, grabbed all of his paperwork and his <laughs> uh and all the information that he gave him and ran out. 
had another panic attack to get out of there. Get the hell out! It seems like a smart idea, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I, there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? I just know eventually this whole thing is going to turn into an ass ache and a headache with this colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. This is my dad's favorite song. Like, this would come on, and he would be dancing in the car. Really? And he would, like, just shout, <laughs> This is how we do it. It's like, every time he got drunk, This is how we do it. We'll come Were back you doing it in front of people? Oh, yeah. Ugh. One night, I was with uh, my girlfriend at the time in high school. And I was in my Jeep, and she was in the front seat, and my dad was obliterated. <laughs> and I was driving home. Just in the back seat, this song comes on. Turn up, turn up! This is how we do it! This is how we do it! It was so, so much fun. <laughs> Let's go to Will on the 386. What's up, Will? What's happening, guys? What you got? Hey, I'm sitting here looking at dubs on the uh, on the camera. It looks like he's got the old dad dong tour sandals on. All he needs is like black socks. Go well. I tell you what, Dubs has old people legs, like what? an old, like an old grandpa. Just yeah, no okay. definition. White. There's hair, but not really. You got grandpa legs, and I've been saying. And also, too, Dubs has grandpa socks. <laughs> uh, yeah, he needs those grandpa socks and like a villages shirt. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, Dick. Dubs, go home. No. You're useless at this point. I really am. I'd rather uh, go in there, I'll run the phones, talk to the boys, just do my thing. Because it seems like you're dying. I think I am. I really think I am. You know what's so funny? That's how I felt Tuesday during the show. I mean, you have... This bad? Get people caught up. It's a hideout radio 104.1. Dubs, since just in the two hours that we've been on the air tonight, has had two and a half energy drinks. Just trying to wake up. And they've made you... More even, tired. Yeah. And, man, on Tuesday, no matter what I did, I just fell off. And I don't... But I didn't end up getting sick. No? Nah, I felt fine. I literally needed to go home that night and just get a good night's sleep. You know what I did? What'd you do? Went home, had a drink. Did that help? Had some alcohol. Not a lot. I had like one diet and a double shot of Bacardi Limon, mm-hmm. extra lime, just one. And I slept for about 10, 11 hours. Woke up feeling great. Yeah, I just need to get a full night's sleep in, especially if we're doing the uh, the happy hour tomorrow and everything. Seriously, go home. It's all right. I'm not going to hate you. I'll go home after this uh, segment. Yeah, because after this, I want to play the um, the interview okay. with uh, Dr. Archie Morris of ER. How was that? Scott Grimes. It was. I think it's the best one of these. I, you're really into the show, so I, I figured you'd really be into talking to someone from it. Yeah, thank you to, uh, to Chunks for hitting that up. Sometimes you pre-record them, and you, mm. yeah, it is going to be pre-recorded, because a lot of times all these guys, and they're on these network, and they do it all for morning shows. But I'm such a big fan of ER, I figured I'd come in early and uh, record it. I think it came out pretty well. 407-916-1041, i got a whole bunch of prizes. i got a lot of stuff to do. You're just holding me back. I don't mean to uh, weigh you down. Bonk SWAT, Matt, in the 407. What's up, Bonk SWAT? Yeah, I'm just concerned that maybe Dub's got a case of the Super Aids from when he babysat Tico Tyrone. Maybe he's listening to Jack FM. 
That's <laughs> Tycho Tyrone. Tico. Bonk twat. Who, by the way, now has his own MySpace. Does he? Finally. <sighs> yeah. I didn't do it. Although I should make him one of my top friends. I'll go I ahead. added him last night. Did you? Mm-hmm. I'll have to talk to him about who he hangs out with. Because there are certain people in the neighborhood who will want to touch me appropriately. Yeah, well, you have to be careful on the MySpace. You can see that on the news. And there are certain people who are on there to, only to add you to hurt you. Isn't that so Don't weird? Don't put too much information out there. It helps a predator. Right. Isn't that so weird where uh, you, um, like, there's just people will do anything they can to get laid. And that's why I'm telling you the whole idea of the of the whatchamacallit, of the blow-up kid dolls, mm-hmm. these pedophiles. I'd rather that. People are looking to get the poison out. I'd rather them do it with some plastic thing than an actual child or a photo of a Without child. a doubt, if I thought that would work, I would be on your side. But I just see it as, you know, just a workout for them. Here's why. Because that's the way you would use it. That's the way you want to use it. I don't want to use for it like you, that. I just own, get in the mind of the ped. It's your own batting cage. <laughs> this is Greg. I got one of my own. I can, I'll be the greatest. <laughs> I'll know all the moves. I'll be the Willie Mays of kid touching. All right, let's go ahead and isolate that. No. Go ahead and get it. All right. Iceman says, I think I know uh, what's wrong with Dubs. What? He ate spinach. Did you eat the spinach? No, you know me. The only way I do it is if it was on the air. What was the last green thing you ate? Because you don't even do green monster. It's always blue monster. Yeah. Um. You know what? I don't even know the last green thing I ate would be. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Green beans? Nope. Broccoli? Nope. Old bread? Probably that would be the last green thing I ate. I, I will take bread and just rip off the uh, mold parts. Actually, I heard it's good for you, so you may as well just eat it. Really? That mold ain't going to kill you. Make you stronger. Yeah, it makes your immune system stronger. That's one of my favorite things to do is leave food out as long as I can and then eat it. Because it makes your system stronger. you got to have that stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I have an iron stomach from some of the stuff I've eaten. When you eat three-day-old Taco Bell that's been left out on mm-hmm. a counter, not much is going to screw you up after that. What I do, and this is what this is what really tests you, leave it in your car for a few days, and the change of hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold, and if you can handle that, you can handle anything. As far as hot to cold what? Uh, like a burrito or a taco from Taco Bell in your car <laughs> for like three or four days. And you you you'd, uh, you don't mean to leave it in there. You just buy like five or six soft tacos. Yeah, only four of them. You thought you ate all of them, and the bag's still sitting in your car. You're about to throw it out. You see it sitting in there. You're like, ooh, look at this. You know, here's the thing, too. You know we've all had that French fry. They got stuck down there. Uh-huh. And you look at it, and you're like, man, it looks good. I purposely left French fries in my back seat because I like them a few days later. French fries are one of those things that I cannot uh, eat more than like two hours old. Really? They're stale and they don't taste good. Oh, you got to get them. All right. There's a certain kind of French fry that you'll leave out for a while. The really soggy ones. 
the really soggy ones you leave out for a few days, they stay soggy and moist, but they get nice and cold and kind of old tasting. It's like wine. Oh, French fries are not like wine. They're not better with age. Yes. You're high right now. You took volume, didn't you? No, I didn't. I wish I did. I wish I had an excuse for this. What's your excuse? Why, I, what I wish gonna, I had one. What are we going to tell Catherine while you went home early? Because I didn't feel well. Why don't you feel well? I don't feel good. God. All right, Napoleon, go <laughs> home. Oh. Right, let's take a break, come back. We'll come back with that uh, ER interview. Okay. Scott Grimes, it's really good. And uh, I'll finish out the show. Sissy. Hey, I, like I haven't done it. All right, let me ask you. No, I never leave. <laughs> um, are you going to go home and go right to bed, or you can go yes. home and play video games? No, no video games. You can go grab a drink? You got to go just grab one beer, drink it, and then go to sleep. I have some drinks at home. I, I'll probably relax on the couch for a few minutes. I'm going to tell Pedro to come on up. I need calling in the backups. Calling in the backup funny guns. Okay. Works for me. I would go to Guinness, but he doesn't look like he's ready. <laughs> He'd rather chew on a tith- tick- uh, toothpick. <laughs> he will have a monster, though. He is ready for that. So that, in he's that in way, the, he's in the Dubs training program. Yeah, in that way, he will uh, step up for you. Yes. I will right, we'll take a break. Come back. ER interview next. Scott Grimes. Uh, it's very good. He was also in Band of Brothers. And we'll give out a whole bunch of prizes, more Doug Stanhope stuff. Get rid of dubs. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Channel shows I think it's here. the same WB channel like, yeah. in the afternoon. And uh, so I just would tune in, and I had like five seasons that I hadn't seen. So everyone was a new one to me. Uh, and uh, Exactly. So I'm caught up right now when the new people are coming on. Um, we don't usually do it when it's debuting that night of. But, you know, I'm realistic. I understand you guys may want to DVR stuff and then watch it later on. That's what I'm doing. On DVR tonight, I'm rolling on uh, The Office. Um, Survivor, also The Underground on Showtime, which is Damon Wayne's new sketch comedy show. I know some kind of people of questionable sexuality are uh, taping Grey's Anatomy tonight. Mm. Hmm. And The Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> all right, so that evens it all out. Damn it, they gave it away. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. I watched that Jericho last night. Did you see this? The uh-uh. one where it's, uh, I believe it's on ABC and where the nuclear bombs go off. Oh, I haven't even heard of it. Yeah, it's kind of the new Lost. Oh, great. Yeah. And they're in a small town in Kansas and they see the nuclear bomb go off and they hear about another one that goes off in Atlanta. They think that one went off in Denver. And so right now, like, the town is turning on itself and it's just those initial things. Mm, sounds uplifting. Yeah, well, see, that's my thing. Like, I couldn't decide. <laughs> I was like, this almost seems like, not propaganda, but it kind of seems like election year. Like, you got, we got to keep us safe from the terrorists, and this is what could happen if a nuclear bomb goes off and that kind of stuff. You know, it, I didn't like it at all. It, it just seemed odd, so I'm going to stick with it, and I hope it's not a terrorist attack that ends up happening. For the life of me, I can't remember the name of the show, but Fox, like... 15 years ago had some show on like they would debut comedy shows at like 11 p.m. on Sundays and it it was like the same premise it was the end of the world and there was like five people that were going to restart the world and they had to come up with new systems of money and the whole how it was so hard to do this and everything I I don't know it lasted like three episodes it was terrible I can't remember what that one was anyway uh, Chunks was able to hook up Scott Grimes um, he's currently Dr. Archie Morris on ER. For those of you that watched that um, miniseries, Band of Brothers, we were talking about that the other night. He was also on that. 
And uh, he came in. I, ta- I spoke with him earlier here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, Scott. Welcome into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. How you doing, brother? Beautiful. I'm good. Thank you. God damn. Let me tell you something. I love ER. I, uh, I just started. I'm not going to lie to you. I just got into it within the last year. Thank goodness oh. for TNT. And TNT, you know, they play it like twice a day, and so I've got it all over my DVR. And thank goodness for that, because I'm caught up all the way through the new season. And Beautiful. I'm, I'm so excited about what's going on. Uh, of course, ER Legendary, uh, Thursdays on NBC at 10 o'clock. Uh, what do you guys got in store for us this season? Oh, man, it's going to be the best season. Best season is going back to the old gritty style of uh, with Clooney days. And, you know, this, it's going to be rougher, urban, darker. You know, real but yet goofy and fun. That you know that that we always love about ER. So it's kind of it's the best season I've ever been involved in. I'll tell you that. Uh, you played Dr. Archie Morris, and what's fantastic about your character is you're so hateable and you're so funny all at the same time. You just you, you pull it off so well. What... Thank you. It, it's a fine line. It's difficult to have people, you know, to be inept, but still people feel kind of sorry for you because it's because they know that I'm trying and I'm, I, I, I care a little bit. And as long as you do that, you but know. See, that's the key part about the, uh, the Dr. Archie Moore's character is you care just enough to be there, but you don't want to go above and beyond. I remember, I guess it was toward the end of uh, one of the seasons where you're looking to get out of the ER and you're going to transfer and you're like, no. No kids, uh, no old people, right. no nothing. So it's just fantastic. Now, right. um, what do you do as far as, like, I mean, do you have any involvement in the writing process? Because I'm so fascinated with ER right now. It really is my favorite show. What is, do you guys get any say? How how early on do you get, um, like, the script? Do you have any say on what you want to do you know, with the... It's, uh, really not, it's really not, it's like, we don't, uh, no, we do, I'm not a writer, and our writers are so wonderful, I could never even take that credit. What we do do is we have, before every season, we sit down and we talk about where they want our characters to go, what we want to do. We're involved in that part, um, what makes us comfortable, who's our love interest going to be. But no, then they go and they write it, and every single week we're so thrilled that no one ever has a problem with it. It's that good. Uh, Scott Grimes plays uh, Dr. Archie Morris on ER Thursdays at 10 o'clock on, uh, on NBC. What about the training process? I know you were uh, you obviously in Band of Brothers, and well, first of all, talk about that miniseries for a second, like the basic training and everything you had to go through. Then contrast that to like ER, because it seems you know it, it, here here's what it is is you know Band of Brothers was you know we had we had three weeks of boot camp. We uh, now true we weren't in any war, but we did a real boot camp. It wasn't like an actor thing. It was uh, real and. It disciplines you. I mean, it gets you disciplined. And I've learned so much of my life from Band of Brothers that I now take with me with the discipline of working on ER, which is, a, you know, it's hard work. Man. We get up really early. We have to learn all this stuff. We have to actually do the stuff and the procedures and sewing and stitching and all that. So it's a, it's all about the discipline, and that's what that's why I think I, I've made it on this show so long. That's no, because of what I learned. No, I got you. Uh, ER, of course, uh, season premiere tonight, uh, Thursday night. On, on NBC. That's what I wanted to ask, too, because I've, I've seen things, or, you know, there were rumors about Clooney. One of the big reasons he would look down, he was always, and he had his lines kind of written out so he could cheat, like a cheat sheet a little bit. It's tough, oh, yeah. it's tough enough as an actor just remembering your lines. How do you remember all of the, uh, the lingo, the doctor lingo? What do you do? Do you have any tricks? Uh, yeah, I write him down just like Clooney. <laughs> um, you know, as, as long as he's doing it, I figure. But, you know, a lot of the times we're reading a lot of the things off of a chart, so we can write it down. Ah. But, if you're, but, you know, it's all about, this is, you know, 
when I was other shows that I've done, you have to learn the lines the day before. This show, you got to learn the lines like three days before, so it's in your brain and it's it's coming out organically. That's the thing about a doctor. The doctor doesn't think; he just speaks, and that's the tough part about doing the show. You got to do that. Uh, Scott Grimes, he's Doctor Archie Morris on ER Thursdays, ten o'clock on NBC. You've done so much stuff. I mean, Band of Brothers. I just actually yesterday sent a friend request on your MySpace uh, band page, so I know you're huge into music. Uh, you played hockey when you were a kid. Is there any pressure when you? I mean, you're a seasoned actor and performer, but when you join a cast and you do an ER thing, is there just like this added bonus of man, I got to be on my game, otherwise I yeah. don't want to look like a schmuck. Absolutely, especially coming into a show like that that's already established. They don't need you. You know, you're there. <laughs> and, you know, who, what, what do they need me for? They've been doing great. Right. So you really, it's really stepped up my game as far as work ethic and and. Just, I'm just thrilled, man. I don't even know if I belong. I'm just pretending right now, so don't tell anybody, all right? No, I got you. Hey, as a, as a performer, because you've run the gamut, you, you athlete, like I said, musician, actor. Do you get how involved do you personally get in the internet? Because I, I tried to go on your website, it didn't seem like there was much going on, or it was down at the time. But it do was you, down, yeah. Do you read like message boards? Does does that do you let that kind of stuff get to you? Of maybe, man, I don't um, like this about you know, the Morris read... character. I don't read message boards regarding my character because right. I think, the, you know, people—the the people behind the scenes of the show—they do that. Right. And, and if I—if if it was all bad, I wouldn't be on the show. So they read that stuff and they see that people—it's the fine line between loving someone and hating them—and they see that and they need that character on the show. I like reading stuff from fans to me personally, like if they like me or whatever. And some people write some weird stuff. Right. I like to—I like to know, you know, you know, am I looking like crap? What's going on? Uh, but no, not as far as the character, because that that'll get into my head and kind of affect me in a bad way. I think. With your musical background, whenever you're playing music, a lot of times you get that kind of instant gratification. Yep. Do you Do you watch the shows on Thursdays to see how they came out, even with like yeah. a group of buddies, to see if all right, I I was expecting a laugh here, or I was expecting something here, to see yeah. if, to see if they get that. Uh, no, we kind of watch it as a cast. We the cast kind of gets together still and, and watches the show. Uh, more more so than not, but uh, it, and that's fun because really, you know, we do it. I don't really do it if my buddies don't laugh. Whatever, I'm very insecure about that. So I don't know if I'd want to watch it with people right. and not and not get that. You know, so we watch it with each other and you know appreciate each other's work, uh, which is which is fun. It's, it's something to do. It's like you work with you work with a friend. You, you like to work with them. You want to see the outcome after you work. You no, know? that's true. We'll all sit around, and listen to our tapes, and laugh and be like, "Wow, we're right. brilliant." Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, man, you're fantastic. As soon as you've come on the show, I love the uh, the style that the, the the Dr. Archie Moore's character, you play Thank it incredibly you. well, and I'm very excited about this new season of ER. Thursdays, 10 o'clock on NBC. I'm not lying to you, dude. My DVR, no, no. My DVR out of like the 50 hours is about 30 hours of ER just trying <laughs> to get caught up. It's my thing oh, right now. I'm thrilled, man. I'm th I did the same thing when I started the show. I hadn't watched the show for a while. I TiVo'd it and did the, the whole watching all the old seasons and stuff like that. So, so I'm with you. I know what you're talking about. Scott Grimes, fantastic. ER Thursday nights. Thanks for coming into the hideout on Road Radio. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, brother. Bye-bye. Hi, there it was. Scott Grimes, Dr. Archie Morris, ER. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. That was, uh, we spoke to him earlier, uh, earlier today. And he was a very cool guy. And, you know, it's one of those where I'm a big fan of the show. Um, he's not, like, the biggest star on there, but he, he does have a fantastic character. So it was really cool talking to him. All right, Chunks, next I want Hugh Laurie from House.
Um, Stephen Colbert. Also, I'd like for you to book um, somebody from the office. Uh huh. Maybe uh, what's his name? The, the who's the the not Stephen Colbert, but the Steve Carell. So I'd like you to work on all these people if you could. All right. Well, be... Someone from Grey's Anatomy. Sure. Okay, if you want to get someone from Grey's Anatomy. No, who'd want that gay stuff? Survivor? Can you get the, the people who get kind of stuff from Survivor? Uh, yeah. Yes. All right, I need people to step up for me. Uh, yeah, Guinness, what do you got? What about getting someone from The Shield? Yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Weren't you close to getting Charlie Day? Yeah, it was. What happened to Charlie Day? How come we didn't get Charlie? It's that whole, uh, you get bounced back between people. Oh, yeah, call this number, then call this number. <laughs> we got a stupid chunks in the middle. All right, well, here's the thing. I'm, well, right now, they don't have much to promote just because they're off. But when the new season comes on, I'd like to speak to Charlie Day. Morgan Sporlock, Sporlock from uh, 30 Days. These are all the big stars I need you to get me. All right. I will work on that tomorrow. I'll, I'll get here even earlier. All right, he's, 8 a.m. Chunk said it. Tomorrow, I said Steve Carell, well, Stephen Colbert. Wow. We'll do even Stephen. Well, we do have a pretty good guest tomorrow already. Who? Mark St. Amant. All right, fantasy football. Yeah, I booked that. Yeah, that's Tommy's. I, I, I do want to talk about this when we get back. One of our favorite shows, Entourage, is going to get ruined by a guest star. And Chunks? I'm going to tell you who it is. And I also, too, want us to think about which, like, in your favorite shows, what star or what add-on character ruined your favorite show? Because there are a lot of them. You think about some of the greats, like that character that comes in midway uh, through the run of the series, like in that fourth or fifth season, try to keep it going, and then destroys it, and or has it jump the shark. 407-916-1041, It's the Hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. <laughs> Back in the hideout. It's all half face hideout on this Thursday night. J Dubs went home tired. I thought he quit. And I'm looking for a replacement. Uh, here Pedro's on his way. Or is he? Or is he not? I, th- I couldn't. He Since... said he had poker night tonight, so he couldn't come up. Ah, uh, but I think his wife's taking over the game and like watching it on that <laughs> scam that they're running over there. <laughs> he's uh, he's rushing right over here. <laughs> I'm sure he's punching his uh, car right now. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978. All kinds of prizes. We got those Doug Stanhope tickets. We got uh, tickets to the UCF versus uh, Southern Miss, the Citrus Bowl. Do Action Sports Tour. My name is Earl on DVD. And I'm willing to give out any of this stuff because we talked to uh, Scott Grimes, Dr. Archie Morris on ER. And then I see this. Um, Entourage which is one of our favorite shows on this show, uh, with Turtle and Vinny Chase and Johnny Drama and all those guys. And as it turns out, it, this isn't breaking news, but I guess K-Fed is going to be seen in three episodes of Entourage. He's also in CSI. Yeah, he's going to do it like, I don't know if he's being Kevin Federline or he's... Acting or what? But he's also going to be on CSI this year. I had no idea he was going to be on CSI this go around. Ruining two shows. Um, so we're just thinking about who are people that have ruined shows. 
It's one I can agree with. I give you a prize. One who didn't ruin the show for me, but... Or even, like, new characters. Like, the new character came in. Not necessarily, like, a person, like a K-Fed or a uh, or someone along those lines. This person guest starred for a whole season, and I, I, maybe it was just a character, or maybe it was the way she played it, but... Glenn Close on The Shield for season four. That season just really did nothing for me. I, well, I didn't well, like that. How did she ruin it? She was... Well, her face for close up, first things, that was just terrible to look at. It just looks like grated cheese. But she was just playing this, you know, she was a straight, honest cop, and she was a tough chick, and she wouldn't take anything from anyone, and it was just, I was like, we've seen this character before. Go yeah, it's away. nothing new. Uh, Neanderthal on the 407 here in the hideout. Who do you got? Who ruined the show? Yo, what's up, man? What you got? I got one, and this one's been bugging the hell out of me for a while. Mm-hmm. Matt Albert. Yeah, th- I get that one a lot, that <laughs> Matt Albert's the one who came in and destroyed the hideout. <laughs> He was our Oliver from the uh, from the Brady Bunch. I have AIDS, though. He got a lot better in the last three weeks. I'll tell you this. Matt Albert's been fantastic this week. Uh, Jeff in the 352, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, guys. Great show and great topics as always. What you got? Actually, I got, a, I got two uh, to throw at you. Uh, one show older than, than the other, but uh, the first show... Uh, Marcy's second husband in uh, Married with Children. Jefferson. Yeah, you know. All right, um, all right. You get a prize. You're a winner. Hold on a second. And uh, I also have another one for you there. Sure. And um, as big a fan as I was of Jonathan Winters, I despised him in the last two seasons of Mork and Mindy. Okay. See, I didn't really watch a whole lot of Mork and Mindy. I'll put you on hold, and you win a prize. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You know what I think um, always wrecks it. Whenever the writers just get lazy and they have, uh, if it's a, like a family show, the uh, the parents get pregnant and they have a new kid and the kid grows up. Well, you got seven from Married with Children, and they even reference at one point too that he was just a throwaway. I hated that kid. Um, you know any of the replacements for Three's Company? Three's no. Company was one of those shows, like the Chrissy replacements, I guess it was. Yeah, there was one really bad one, the one that was a complete idiot, the one with the curlier hair. I didn't mind Priscilla Barnes. I don't know why I know her name. God, kill me. Uh, the who was who? I think her name was Terry on the show. She was like the last one, and she lasted the longest. But the the one in between was just awful. All right, Wild Hawks says not to be a super Transformers nerd, but Rodimus Prime was kind of lame. He turned into a kid toucher van after he got the Matrix of Power. Jesus Christ! How about mixing up your interests a little bit? <laughs> he can't. I know. Um, so they yeah. threw him off the boat. Guinness, you had one for uh, people that ruined a show? I can't think of the name of the uh, chick who played Kate on the Drew Carey show. But Kristen whenever Miller? They- yeah, whenever they got How rid of her. That? What's wrong with you? Whenever they got rid of her and they brought on that that uh, other chick, it just wasn't the, the Drew same. Carey show is one of those two where it was great, great, great. Then all of a sudden they do, started doing the live stuff and they started doing all the gimmicks and it fell off like so hard and so fast that it had been an, on for so long they didn't even let it give its final episode. Oh yeah, that's right. They, it, now I it, think it ended like in the summer or something stupid. Yeah, like that. they ended up like six months later just throwing it on in the summer because they needed some filler. Stick in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Stick? Hey, it's 
dick. All right. Dick. Oh, so hey, come on. No, no, okay, okay. Don't mean to offend, but that dumb CP comic from the Facts of Life always pissed me off. <laughs> I forgot about the CP comic. All right, hold on. You win. I completely forgot about the CP comic. I don't remember him. I was he on like more than one episode or what? Yeah, he, I think it was a thing, and I don't remember like completely. But he would come on at the very like um, those later seasons. I just kept showing up. I don't remember him. I remember watching the last few seasons. I don't even remember George Clooney on there. And then when they split up and went to like different cities, somewhere in New York and somewhere wherever the hell they're from. Awful. Well, Greg in the three two one. You're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, it's a little bit of an older show. I might be dating myself, but I still think one of the worst of television history was when the Brady Bunch brought in Oliver. Yeah, no, I'm not a big uh, Brady Bunch guy. I never got into it, and we even just referenced it a second ago. And thank you, Greg, but you're right on about that one. That everyone Oliver? says Oliver who uh, came onto the Brady Bunch, and he ended up destroying it. 407-916-1041, Lines are busy, so uh, if you get a chance, hop on through. Homeowner says, how about Gazoo? Destroyed the Flintstones and the hideout. That's right. Thank hmm. God the kid isn't here tonight. Oh, oh, hey, uh, let me do a phone call from the back. Dan in the 407. What's up, Dan? Hey, guys. Um, I don't know if there was a third was it that guy that ruined uh, Married with Children, but he also came on to Happy Days as like a coach or something, and I think he's actually been credited with ruining a third one. Yeah, I, did. I can't remember what one it is. It's All a right. pretty boy. Guy. I, I want to look him up. Ted McGinley? Yeah, Ted McGinley. He was on the love boat. Yeah, Ted McGinley. Good <laughs> pull. All right, and he was in Revenge of the Nerds. Thanks. Jesus. One in three, I think. You're right. He was the original uh, when it came to Ogre's Bunch. Who? What was the nerds? Who were they against? The, the Tri-Lambs against... I, I only saw that. They had the Red Jackets. The Jocks. Did they just call them the Jocks? Or did they actually have a name? I think they had a name because they had a house that they burnt down, remember? David in the 407. Who uh, ruined your favorite show? Character or even person? As K-Fed's going on Entourage. Going to do three episodes. What do you got, well, David? Wasn't necessarily my favorite show, but when uh, they replaced the girl on uh, Roseanne with the... Uh, Sarah Chalk. The girl that was completely different looking and yeah, everything. Yeah, it was, and they, they, what was funny about that, though, is that they would occasionally reference it. They, uh, I, mean, I remember how they started it. They started out watching Bewitched in the living room together going, Well, that's really stupid. They think no one's going to notice. And then she walks in like, Hey, Becky, how are you doing? I thought it was actually a really good way to yeah, do it. Yeah, that but is funny. Then the last few episodes, the original ugly Becky came back. Now, here's the thing. That second Becky looked like Alicia Perdue. Uh, she was in my graduating class at like, South Grand Prairie High School. Who the hell is that? Just like her, so I dug it. Man, this chick had the biggest boobs and the smallest waist, and she was dumb as a rock. And she was uber, uber religious. So everyone was oh. always hitting on her, just waiting for the day. that she. But she had no ass. So it wasn't very good because she had no ass, and now I think she's got like three children. So yeah, and now she's got an ass. Yeah, saggy and thighs. disgusting, and ex filled. extra around her ankles. <laughs> Sherry in the four hundred seven. You're in the hideout. What's up, Sherry? Hey, um, kind of an old one again, but um, on Charlie's Angels when Farrah Fawcett left and they brought in that new angel. 
Here's the thing about that. Whenever you have like the original three, or it's the original crew, and one falls off, and you got to bring the new one in, just like with a three uh, threes company, you can't get away with it because you built that chemistry and everything was built around that. Well, I subject Charmed to you, my friend, where they uh, got rid of. Uh, what's her name? Shannon, Shannon Doherty and brought in Rose McGowan. It I, seemed to do well after that, though I've never actually watched an episode. Why are you ruining my A63? That's literally uh, what he had. And then Sorry, just, I don't have a thing in front of me. Phone board in front? Yeah. More prizes. We'll continue this next. A lot more sorry. Chunks Batman Diary. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, wrapping up Hour 3. Dubs went home. Tired. <laughs> now look at here. Pedro. See? Uh, Pedro Lima, our comedian buddy, decided, you know what? I don't need that illegal poker that I'm running out of my house. I'm going to come up and play with the Hideout tonight. You know what? This is the second time you guys are, are getting the police involved in my house. I know. Uh, where's the cake? You said you were going to bring up a cake. Dude, I didn't know I was coming up today. You promised food. Jesus, man. Put your headphones on so you can hear me yell at you. I got some chicken wings in the car. All right, go Great. get them. Uh, we're just talking about those characters or and or people that have ruined shows because K-Fed is going on Entourage. It's it's horrible. It, it just it and what, my heart. What's interesting, too, is like you want to see... Is he going to play K-Fed? How is that going to get involved with uh, the storyline of Entourage? Is it going to be too stupid? He's so hated and so polarizing. Why would you bring him on a show like that? Well, they had uh, uh, Nicole Richie's uh, boyfriend on that episode where when Turtle was looking for that sneaker. Right, 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 right. So he just had, like, one line. But, I mean, K-Fed is going to have, like, multiple lines, so it's going to be horrible, dude. Three episodes, they're saying. Three episodes, K-Fed is going to be maybe recurring on this uh, on this entourage. Uh, Eric in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Eric? Hey, what's up, y'all? What you got? Hey, can I ask two of them? First one, didn't you hate when they changed the wife on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Uh, let me tell you why they changed the wife, and I don't want to be uh, racist about it. I liked it. But it was too odd because... Wasn't the first wife like really dark skinned? Yeah. And then the no, that was the second wife. The second wife, I think, was dark skinned. No. The first wife no. was light skinned. No. no, it was the first nope. one who was dark skinned, Aunt Vivian, and then the second one was really light, like a high oh, okay. yellow, red bone, as you would call them in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, Eric knows. And yeah, so, yeah. but it was real weird because it just didn't make sense. It threw the whole thing off kilter. I don't know why. I didn't exactly, exactly. Hey, 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 hey. And then my second one. What I used to do for my other job, I used to film amateur porn, and I hated when Chunks wiped the ch- cherry Danish <laughs> off his face before oh, I got the camera set up. Thank you, Eric. Look, I mean, he's stone face. It's like he... He's back there trying to screen phone calls. You know who ruined it for me? Hmm. The baby. The baby. On dinosaurs? On Webster. Yeah, it's always... On Growing Pains. Then came you. On Fresh Prince. Yeah. Every episode, every time they introduce the, the, the baby, it just killed it. That is one of the notorious ways that it jumps the shark, so it's called, is when you introduce the baby. And when they replace Mahoney in Police Academy. God. I, they're in a movie. I forgot about Mahoney. They just killed that. 
Remember that big booby bitch in Police Academy, and she was so sexy and so hot. No, oh, you mean the the blonde one? Yeah, the blonde oh. one. Oh, yeah, there was. I have nudes of her. I'll send them over. I'd like those now, please, sir. She was on the Flamingo Kid, I think it was, or some movie with the with uh, the guy from Private Grace Resort. Get it That's right. The one. Thank you, sir. Now let me ask you. On the flip side, sometimes shows will drop characters, and it'll make it better. Remember the very first Night Courts? I hated the like early Night Court. When it had the black DA. Do you remember? She had the very short hair. She was the black DA. And like the original bailiffs. They're all, they always had the uh, the big guy, Bull. They had Bull and they had the old lady. Yeah. And then they brought in Roz. And they brought in uh, Christine or whatever it was. And to me, that made the show better. And Saturday Night Live just dropped the dead weight with Horatio Sands <laughs> and a couple of the other Finesse guys. Mitchell. Yeah. And you got to think, all right, maybe that's going to end up turning it around. But they dropped Chris Parnell, though. Chris Parnell was funny. Why did they drop him? They just... Time to go. Yeah, they just... SNL has this really weird thing about you got a little bit, and if you're not getting any things that are truly getting over and making the show memorable, then you just got to go. But the show's been struggling. Yeah. So, I mean, they just had to... But it's like wrestling. It has cycles. You know, it'll have that time where, you know, they had had Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry and all those guys, and they had really a whole bunch of bits... Uh, going on, but right now it's just like, eh, all right. Uh, but it'll come up again. It always does. Mail order ninja in the 407 here in the hideout. What do you got? Yeah, man, you kind of stole my thunder there. SNL was my was my pick. Are you taking when when the original cast left, like or yeah. or like when Will Ferrell and those cats left? Will Ferrell, um, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, all those cats. Yeah, you think, and it's so funny too because as many of the big time stars. Then there are the other ones who just nothing. You remember when Robert Downey Jr. was on on SNL with Mike uh, Anthony Michael Hall? Like what is that? Why would the, why would you ever that think was that was going to be horrible, dude? Like, like it would ever be worth a damn? Charles Rocket, Jess in the four hundred seven. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Jess or Jess? Hey, hey, what's up, man? Sorry. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I don't know this guy's name, but it's that cat that replaced Eric Foreman in the last two seasons of that 70s show. I, now, was he Eric, or was he just, like, another guy that came to hang out? Because I haven't watched the later episodes of that 70s show. Yeah, he pretty much replaced Eric, because he started this thing with Donna. And it's the guy that they had first that fell off the water top and died. That guy was funny as hell. <laughs> but this long-haired dude sucked. Yeah, because all I did, the only time I've ever seen that guy was on the very last episode, or thereabouts. When they were saying goodbye and everybody's crying and it's taking a tribute back to that 70s show, whatever. It's not that important, that 70s show, to where you need to have this two-hour montage of what it, it was It changed like. TV history. How? I don't know. It just sounded good. You have uh, links on your screen, by the way. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to... Uh... Leslie Easterbrook. I wish it was 1985 again. <laughs> hey. All right, let me... T- Damn, dude, look at that. All right, let me see here. I knew Pedro would get up for that. Yeah. That's that's not the woman from. No, that's her. That's her. Is it real? How old is she in this one? I don't know. Wow, she's hot. Get the hell out of here. She was also on Laverne and Shirley. When sure. they moved to like Hollywood or something, she was their next door neighbor, Rhonda. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. How do you know this? I don't know. You remember Charles in Charge? Yes. When it first started, it was what is it? Two boys and a girl. 
I remember they had some weird changing thing, and then they brought in... Uh, the other family bought the house, but they bought the house with Charles in it, so they decided to keep him. <laughs> like he just came with the house? So, yeah, the so it was, it was the Nicole, basement. Nicole Eggert and uh, that other chick? Josie Davis, who ended up growing up being really hot. Alright. <laughs> I know. A kid's unbelievable when it comes to this stuff. It's like an 80s trunk. Hey, yeah. When are we going to have the, uh, the second edition of the... Um, World Series of Pop Culture. Are they doing that one again, Tommy? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they will. I hope they do. Yeah, they'd have to. Uh, Kaufman says, when Kelly left, saved by the bell, and they brought in that dyke named Tori. Oh, yeah. I don't remember I that. hated her. Yeah. God, she was terrible. You know, saved by the bell is still on TBS uh, uh, weekdays at 7. Oh, my God. Police Academy 2007. Leslie Easterbrook will be starring in that as well as Deputy <laughs> Debbie Callahan. But dude, I'm looking at these boobs. Uh, those are exactly what I thought they'd be. The cone? Yeah. I mean, I guess they... she was in Devil's Rejects as well. Mother Firefly? Real? <gasps> she was! That's right! She was, um, I don't know if she was married to Captain Spaulding, but in that whole family. Oh. Alright, L. Ross wants to know, how about this one? Uh-oh. Um... How about Pedro ruining the <laughs> SBK Live hideout relationship? Does that count? I know it that fast. It's so odd, man. I have not even seen or talked to SBK. We used to talk three times a week off the air. Uh, this Who has this number? Hello? Hey, uh, Pedro. Jimmy. Yo. I, I heard uh, you went on the Shannon Burke show. When? What's, what's up with that? Uh, is this Jimmy Jam? Yeah, we have to get, change the hotline number now. Jimmy How do you have over. the hotline number? That's why no one's allowed back here. Are you kidding me? I'm going to email Catherine now. Is he not allowed to call? No, not the hotline. Oh. He was calling the hotline to pretend to, pretend to be Angel. Oh. Uh, there's a line and it just got crossed. Oh, boy. All right, now it's going to make it real uncomfortable. Um, Our fans are the greatest. <laughs> Well, they are. Do you need me to define what fan means, Hefe? All right, stop. Everything's worked over. Hmm. Right, what is this? K-Fed to die in 2032, according to Blender Magazine. I was hoping that was military time. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up. That would have been a couple of hours ago. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Forgot we have real TV. Damn it. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm sure that'll up a highlight. Rabbit nameless. Me doing a little hammer dance. Uh, comedian buddy Pedro Lima hanging out for J Dubs who went home tired. I just like saying went home tired. Yeah. Like it's not. A, works four hours a day, went home tired. He couldn't handle it. He could, he could only pull two hours today. Also, thank it again as we came up trying to make. Dubs better by bringing in five Monster Energy drinks. Didn't seem to help. We got Tommy Bateman on the talk and roll controls. Of course, Chunks Corolla is our uh, executive producer. We're about to get to the Chunks Fat Man Diary. The uh, the chairman of the Canadian Broadcast Corporation had to resign after his remarks about bestiality and defecation. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He, um, he pro against. <laughs> I guess he created an uproar with Canadians' Lebanese community in the media when he claimed that Lebanon allowed men to have sexual relations with female animals. 
<laughs> but deserved the death penalty for those who did so with male animals. Also, he talked at length about the joy of bowel movements. I don't know what you say about the joy of a bowel movement than other, other than afterwards you feel lighter yeah. and your clothes fit better. But other than that, how do you go on at length? He's a, what is he, a prime minister? No, he was the head of the Canadian Broadcast Corporation, the uh, CBC. Jeez. I guess which is like their BBC, you know, one of the big networks. He's just talking about great pooping is. That's, That's the kind of boss you want to work for. Well, dude, Tom Green came out of Canada. St. Tom Green. Who's their other big star they always hold on to? Like, hey, we are funny. Alan, Pamela Anderson. Alan Thick. Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey's the one that they always hold up. Like, all right, here's who we got. It's been great the past few years. Um, What happened to him? I don't know. He did that Spotless Mind movie that you guys rave about, and then nothing. You, you didn't like that movie? You don't like Eternal Sunshine? It's okay. It seems like that would be a movie that you would really dig. I don't mm. know why. I don't know. I thought so, too. And then I was watching it going, wow, oh, is this the end part yet? Hmm. Mm. Really? I thought it was kind of a cool idea when you think about it, you look back at like your relationships. Like, yeah. you know, I have an ex-wife, and I'm thinking, would I just want to erase everything of that? And at parts of you, are like, yeah, I want to forget it. I want to forget all, everything, because you just remember bad. But then there, you did have good times, obviously. At one point, you were in love. You know, why not also have those to hold on to, too? And with the bad, there's lessons learned. Oh, Absolutely. I hate people that don't like to fail or don't want to get into a relationship because they're afraid that they're going to screw it up somehow. Because that's the only way you ever learn at life. Matt. Yeah. Matt Albert. you got to hop into as many relationships as you can so you can get it right eventually. He's a young kid. How old is he? 21, 22 now. What, is he holding out? Yeah. For his big star. Jeez. The big girl that's uh, finally going to uh, be the one, I guess. Fat Matt. Fat Matt. Hey, speaking of failures, is Chunks available for the Chunks Fat Man Diary? I don't know. He's talking to someone about a prize still. Chunks, can we do the Fat Man Diary? Is that possible? I know you're screening phone calls. <laughs> for some reason, we have a light look. We, it, it's on certain days we have eight people. Then on other days, it's a skeleton crew. And we got to work that out with the interns. Yeah, I'm uh, just getting situated. All right, here we go. Can we do the Chunks Fat Man Diary here? Um, sure. Stack of papers over here. Did yeah. you lose it? All right, well, then I'll move on. Yeah, just give me uh, four minutes. Can we do it in the next break? All right, we'll do it, it next perfect. break. He's that's, being demanding. I know. This would be perfect. He's being demanding. Um, all right, speaking of foreign television, because here in the United States, we just don't have our act together. Channel 4, I guess in London, is going to have a television show called Masturbation for Girls. What? Hot. <laughs> that features an orgasm coach. Huh? Who teaches three ladies all her tricks, and they will demonstrate live to the camera. Is Sue Johansson part of this thing? I, I'm hoping it's not Sue Johansson doing the live... Uh, Take the turkey baster. Right, and just doing that whole thing. I can't stand it. Canadian, also. Sue Johansson is? Yeah. Damn, you know a lot about the Canucks. I hang with Ian. Ian's Canadian. Oh, so he's th that's the thing about Canadians. He's just always bragging. Yeah, yeah. He'll drop every single Canadian that, guy for no reason. That's not an American. That's <laughs> Canadian. Just want, I just want you to know that. Alanis Morissette, oh, uh, no. Looks like she'd be from Philly. No, actually from Canada. 
just so that you know it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Did you hear the story about the Chinese guy that got real drunk and fell into a panda cake, like in a panda, whatever? Yeah, where, he, where the, the panda bit him and then he bit the he panda bit back? The panda? Yeah, I saw that. I heard about that. Oh. I do the same thing, too. Actually, you bite another animal? I bite my cat. The cat is in the thing right now where he's really teething. And look at, look, <laughs> dude, look at this. Look at my arms. I'm just like all scarred up. I thought you were a cutter. No, I know. <laughs> then it would have been hot. Then all of a sudden, like, hey, that's another added bonus. But no, my cat like will gnaw on my feet, on my toes, on my hands. You got him to clog? Uh, no, I clip him. I don't want him to claw him. You should. But he's gnawing and everything, so I just grab him. I bite him on the back. <laughs> I'm like, doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> or I'll bite him on the neck or something. You don't what? like this. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> you whisper into his ear as you're biting his neck? I'm not doing it in a sexual way. I love you. <laughs> I'm, I'm teaching him a lesson. That biting's not fun. You're a bad boy that needs to shave, aren't you? <laughs> that or I shake him. And I no, don't want to shake, shake him. him. And hurt. Exactly, so I'm just going to bite him back. I don't think this guy's Sudden out of line. infant death syndrome. I know, I'm not going to do that. What, Guinness? So have you gotten the uh, cat aids yet from biting no, him? he does not. First of all, my cat, the uh, Tycho Tyrone, does not have cat aids. And uh, secondly, has his own MySpace. So, does he? Yeah. You have officially, I didn't you have it. officially gayed out. I didn't do it. I didn't give him his own MySpace. Fans of his did. Oh, they did? Yeah. People are a big fan of my cat. He's the most famous <laughs> cat in Central Florida, Tycho Tyrone. Everybody knows about him. I may bring him out to the hideout happy hour tomorrow. The manager That's... has her three-legged dog on MySpace. We'll, uh, we'll make it into a petting zoo tomorrow. Oh, we play games. You're going to love him. When you meet him, you'll fall in love with you him. You bring in the cat? Why not? I'll bring the three-legged dog tomorrow. You actually have a three-legged dog? My manager has a three-legged dog. What happened? It, uh, the dog was playing in the front yard. This dog ran up and just like gnawed the s out of out of her out of the dog's arm. Is it the front one? Yeah, dude. He looks he looks diesel. His name is Diesel. He's a little puny thing, and he just looks like dude. He's a three-legged legend, bro. No, what is he like? How does he like prance or whatever? Yes, like like I don't even know. I love the. It's just I love the. You know what? It's it's just that like like a style like a rapper. It's like the act out. Like, like he got his, he's like got his front, like he got gold chains and stuff. He's it's, got his pimp walk going. Oh, dude, it's, it's, I love that dog. I had no idea that that could happen. If people show up, can they bite Tyrone tomorrow? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Listen, for I, a dollar, I will punish my cat. No one else can punish nibble. the cat. Just nibble on the cat for a dollar. You're not, you're not gonna be able to keep your hands off of him. He's so cute. Is can we put different sauces on him? <laughs> Sweet and sour. What, Guinness? You planning on spreading all the ringworm to the heretics? It's not ringworm, it's just a fungus. <sighs> they did have to run a black light over him to see he glow. He was glowing. What have you been doing to that cat? That wasn't me. That was <laughs> not any remnants of... Like a uh, Dalmatian. Right. Just spots everywhere. <laughs> hey, let's get a little news update from our buddy, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary, are you there? You're still awake. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. What's in the news, Sir Gary? Your job was put me in sleep. <laughs> That's great. Let's pull that as a promo. Yes, sir. What do you got, Sir Gary? Uh, well, uh, I don't know if you heard or not, but Hulk Hogan, the uh, wrestler, is going to retire in a couple more weeks. Uh, finally, calling it quits, huh? Yes, sir. What was the big reason why he decided to call it quits? He said he wanted to um, do public service for uh, animal, animals and stuff like that, you know. Hmm. I had not heard that, Sir Gary. What else is in the news? Uh, 
Well, the uh, three three black guys. That, uh, oh God, black had guys. a baseball bat bat and hit the people in the head. Is that they, Footlocker involved? Get, get the death penalty. Uh, they're getting the death penalty. Yes. Sir. Where did this story happen? It happened at Deltona. Is this the Xbox guys? I think it's, it is yes, the Xbox guys. Yeah. That's breaking news, though. So Gary, yes, uh, on top of it. Thank you, Sir Gary. We're going to be on Sunday. I'll be at New Hope Public Baptist Church on West Story Road, Middle Garden, Religion Baptist Pastor. It's coming to the morning, ten thirty. New Grounds Hall, one of public supplies. All right. What's the cover charge? There's no cover. No. No charge at all. It's just we just like to see people get saved and come to Jesus. All right. Thank you, my friend. Have a good evening. All right, you too. We'll come back with the chunks, Fat Man Diary. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hour four. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Dubs went home tired. Who? So our uh, comedian buddy Pedro Lima stepping in. Also uh, Guinness is here. All right. I just went to HideoutHeretics.net. Fear Fairy. I think he's a really hot chick. We met her out at one of the live broadcasts at Slow and Low. Yeah. Topless photos. She's put up topless photos on hideoutheretics.net under the uh, Herod Chick Hangout. Look at that. Yeah. She wants to have sex with Chunks, and Chunks doesn't want to do it. It hasn't wanted to do it. What? I would. Obviously. I am Chunks. Yeah, yeah you go. got it. Trust me. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, you look around her uh, lips, allegedly. There's you know, nothing. You know. She's a hot Put chick. Put some saran wrap on it. She's got a uh, topless photo. She's got an old looking face. On hideoutheretics.net. Look at the boobs. You don't even have to look at the face. I like these young kids. Oh, she got a horrible face. It's not marriage. <laughs> that is true. Isn't she? It's like, oh, one pretty kids. No. She was a nut. Wait, that's it. She tried kicking my ass. Why would I want to sleep with her? Punch her back. Because all I you did was to. talk about how ugly she was. And, and she's not. And by the way, he kept calling her fat, and she's lost like 40 pounds because of that. Really? Yeah. See, so she has me to thank. I lost 30 pounds, but not due to criticism, but to age 57. All right. <laughs> I'll, pl- I'll, I'll replay that segment uh, tonight when we first uh, met her. Can you? On the rewind, yeah. All right. Hey, by the way, I'm getting uh, angry emails about the the rewind in the morning no. is the same one over and over. Dude, I don't know what it is, Tommy and I. I know it's not your fault. It, 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 it's not just our show either, so I don't know why we always get nailed with it because I've heard... Well, yeah. like the Burke replay, I hear. Every it's, night it's the same one. Yeah. Skippy. Uh, yeah, oh, it's that one, and there's another one, too, about, like, who runs the household. It's funny, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. But, yeah, they all replay. I mean, it's nothing we're doing, and I know we're all working hard, and I mean, I physically put those into the computer in real time to make sure they play on time, and I have no idea what's going on with it. I talked to Dan today, and, um, of course, we think we have it worked out again. Sure so. you do. Yeah. All right, people want to know where on the boards this topless photo of Fear Fairy is. Hair Chick Hangout. Hair Chick Hangout. <laughs> Those are nice, big, and fake. She has to come in the studio. She's been in before. She says she'd come up at any time, and she wants to have sex with Chunks, and Chunks just isn't interested. Yeah, she's a real classy broad. I'll have sex with Chunks in the corner. Yeah, she, she wanted to do it in studio during an open door one night. Well, you need close doors and candlelight. You need to be romance, Chunks? Yes, I do. Come on, my man. All right, let's do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Mm-hmm. Now, as a public service, The Hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Another long couple days at work. Started on Monday. 
I got home rather late and was pretty stoked as my new laptop had arrived earlier. I opened it up and sniffed all of the electronic goodness. It was a work of beauty. I had worked hard over the past three months to save up for it, and though it put me back a few pennies, it didn't really matter. I was stoked. I didn't have a DVD player, and there was a brand new porn that I had been itching to watch. I popped in the porn in my new laptop. It looked glorious in its widescreen HD. I prepared my usual spanking ritual by laying out a towel on the bathroom floor, Jergens, body bolster, and some papaya-scented oil. Dropped my pants and got ready. What the hell? What? I like it smelling nice when I, you know, take care of it. Um, I guess the porn dragged a little bit, or at least I think so, because I'd fallen asleep and woken up in a pile of lotion, or so I think. I closed my laptop. <laughs> so dirty. I closed my laptop, went to work, and immediately uh, fell asleep after the day had ended. However, I woke up at 6 a.m. after hearing a large thud outside of my door. I noticed that it was just our drunk neighbor who fell asleep in our patio chair again. I couldn't get back to sleep, so I decided to uh, surf the waves of the early morning net. However, to my surprise, the computer wouldn't start up. I fiddled with it, but with no luck. I was not a computer technician. So I called the 24-hour support center and explained to him my problem. He instructed me to take the battery out. I lightly tugged at it, and he told me he let, he told me to pull harder, <laughs> which, which I did, causing the battery to make an odds. What? The battery? The battery? For sure. Yes, the battery. <laughs> the battery made this sound. Oh. <laughs> told me to pull harder, causing the battery to make an odd sound. Oh. It grinded and crunched, and eventually ended up in a weird wedged-looking position. I was pissed off at the least, and I sputtered and cursed. Billy, my tech guy, told me to relax. Started asking me about my laptop. Is there any things I should know about it, he asked. And then all of a sudden it hit me. Yes, I responded. There's a DVD stuck in it. (laughs) Oh, really? What were you watching, he asked. Don't ask me about my lifestyle! I yelled. It's a blanket porn! You blank face! He hung up on me, causing me to go in a rage. I ran around the room for a while, then eventually ran outside, unaware that the drunk neighbor was still asleep on the porch. Naturally, I tripped over him, causing me to plant my face into the wall. Discouraged, I went to bed. I woke up angry the next morning and decided I would resolve this issue. I called the repair line again, and this time, two hours later, an Indian woman picked up. Oh, that ought to help. Hello, she said. That's on Spanish. <laughs> no, watch. Hola. How may I help you? Oh, jeez. Dominican. I recapped my previous conversation with the other tech, and she proceeded to ask me, Did you take the battery out? Yes, I responded shortly. That battery ain't coming out. It's stuck. I broke the battery last time one of your texts told me that. 
Are there any foreign objects in your laptop? Yes, you dumbass! There's a dirty, nasty porn with parrots and sand and lesbo action! I was going to pleasure myself to the video before your blanket computer ate it, and the only way it's coming out is if you can play your magical flute and will it out! Oh, the battery is broken? She responded. Your warranty doesn't cover physical damage. Thank you very much. <laughs> Click. That's the end of that one. And it's dated... Let me hold on, look at the corner of the computer. <laughs> September 21st, 2006. That's today? Yes, today at 6 a.m. <laughs> when the drunk neighbor, who's not the same neighbor that steals cigarettes, <laughs> cigarette butts from her ashtray, what? laying out there, woke me up. Got me all excited. I want to go play in the new laptop, which is three days old. Doesn't start up. Tech guy online says, hey, yeah, man, pull the battery out. Pull the battery out. I said, dude, it's not coming out. Can I use a little force? Yeah, 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 go ahead. So I'm yanking at this thing, and I'm trying to keep quiet because I don't want to wake oh. up Tommy's dog. Because heaven forbid if his dog wakes up and she has to go out, I'm in deep hell. And, of course, that happens. Great! Good job! What are you doing up? Dude, I'm so... Shut up! And he goes out there. Why is that neighbor out there? You need to talk to him. I'm like, dude, just leave him out there, man. While Roxy's barking. I'm like, dude, my laptop's broken! You know, I'm yelling, and the neighbors are upstairs, and I call today, and I can't understand this... Chick, why do they live in India or Pakistan or whatever? I don't want to be racist, so I'm going to cover them all. Yes! And she's telling me, oh, what's the problem? I said, uh, the battery's not coming out. I told you the story of the last tech. Well, you need to take battery out. You need to take battery out so it works. The battery's not coming out. What don't you understand? I tried it. So Try again. So, so I go, <laughs> bang on the nearest table. Battery not out. Battery not out. He's talking caveman now. Yeah, well, you is. can talk. You can take to Best Buy if you want. They fix, but they charge you $150. I don't want to pay $150. There's an HD porn in there that I'll never get again. One of a kind, most expensive <clears throat> porn ever made. And some nerdy tech guy is going to get it when he opens up that prize on the other end. But no, I can't even send it because physical damage isn't covered under the warranty. And the physical damage was caused by the tech guy telling me to yank the battery out. So I'm out 1300 bucks. <laughs> that weight off money is useless now. All that money down the drain. Three months of sculpting myself. Gone. I can't call that number again probably because I cursed and lost it. Because she kept out of there and asked me. Look it up online. Look it up online. See if there's any other uh, support numbers you can call for that company. Holy! Oh wait, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth too. Gomer was gonna come in tomorrow, set everything all up, get it all nice, you know, get the programs illegally, of course, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, get all that stuff. But no, not now. I don't know what it's doing now. I don't know if I can send it back, but there's a porno stuck in it. And I'm, I'm half tempted to just jab it with a knife to get that porn out because first off, that's kind of sick sending that. Second off, it's a good porn. It's very rare and expensive. Jesse James is in it.
<laughs> I'm very angry right now. So you genuinely lost thirteen hundred dollars, and yes. there's nothing you can do. As of now, I mean, I don't know what number to call or if I can. You know, I, I the lady hung Just, up. Uh, Google it, and I went berserk. <laughs> and this is after I think a total of six hours, both online and calling on the phone, trying to talk to people. Um, and it got too late during the day, and I was like, well, crap, I got stuff to do, and Catherine, our boss, is like, how's it going? I was like, it's not well! And, you know, I, it looked like I yelled, and, you know, she's like, what's going on? Hey, I got a question for you. What? How, how, don't get snippy. Sorry, didn't mean to wake you up this morning, buddy. Sorry about your problem. All right, I want to interrupt real fast. Fear Fairy has just posted a crotch shot saying her last shot at trying to get chunks. To hell with fear oh, factory! She's pierced. What? Hideoutheretics.net. I had crotch shots on the DVD and the laptop that doesn't work. What don't you understand? Oh, this yours? is $1,300. I, I spent three months at the gym lifting weights. Right, this hey. chick wants to have sex with you, though. I'm posting news on Hideoutheretics. My, my computer get better. She's so hot, I almost started drinking. Yeah, you drink. stole my drink. <laughs> In the green room. Um, you were how long were you on the phone with this girl today? The girl was the sex uh, support. Let's see, I called her. Hefe, you were here at eleven, what forty-five? I think is when you took off. Mm-hmm. Uh, three fifteen. Eleven forty-five to three fifteen. Now, have I ever told you the story about when now, I? No, wait, wait, real quick. You used an office phone, right? No, I didn't. You used your cell phone. Yeah, like an I did. Idiot. I didn't think to it, and then I tell Tommy, and he goes. Hey, man, why don't you just use the office phone? All calm and casual. <laughs> and I'm trying not to get mad because I know he'll get a rise off of me just like he is now. I said, no, nah, dude, it's cool. You know, I got I got minutes. You got uh, rollover minutes. Yeah, though. exactly. Ask that. No, I don't. I had 160 in the guard now. So every call is going hot. And I had to call. <laughs> yes. Every call is going hot. And, of course, I had to make another call. Talk to a guest. And the, and, and the producer's like, well, we got this going on, and uh, you know the, the, the movie's about I'm like, look, you got to hate to cut you short, but you need to cut it short because it went over because there's some Sanji and some nerd who's going to end up getting my, my DVD, going up right, the keyboard, and then they're going to send it back. They're going to send it back. I'm not going to get a new one. He's backed up, man. What? I can't say up. that? It's after 10. I'm really pissed off. I'm sorry. Usually I'd hold back, but I really can't right now. You don't understand the things I wanted to do with that lady on the other end being all coy. Are you and talking about Fear Fairy who's posted nude po- uh, photos of herself trying to have sex with you? Hideoutheretics.net. That's going to calm you down, my friend. All right, hold it. Let me see. Oh, wow. <laughs> told you. She Look at that some, smile. Uh, she lost some weight. I told you she did. She wants you, man. Oh, Bad. Oh, Lord. She gives me three thirteen hundred dollars. We won't have a deal. All right, so now she's gonna have to pay for sex. Here's, 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 the, thing. here's the thing. You guys are worried about the girl, but of course, no. Nobody understands what I went through to get the majority of the cash for that laptop. All I remember you doing is not eating. Yeah, I mean that's true. So it's more what you didn't do. Eat. So what? Why? No, no, no. You don't understand, <laughs> man. I don't. I don't. It's the Hideout Row Radio One Hundred Four Point One. Alright, hideoutheretics.net blowing up the nudes of Fear Fairy, or, uh, yeah, Fear Fairy. Really hot chick who wants to have sex with Chunks, so she's posted nudies of herself to try to convince him. 
chunks and now your $1,300 laptop broke. Not, why is that funny at all? Oh, man, it's so not funny. It's chunks luck. Oh, uh, Christ. Now, are you going to call your parents and see if they can help you out and then tell them the story? Yeah, I'm sure they'd probably just get a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, look at that. They might call up and go, oh, man, that's really bad. And they'll probably send me a shirt. <laughs> a shirt? Yeah. What, from, what a T-shirt or no, something? No, like a shirt from Costco. Hope this helps. But, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, people are saying, can I be Chunks for one day? Tell Fear Fairy to call in, since she's posted this nudies on hideoutheretics.net. I think I look like Chunks at 6'4". Yeah, you may as well. Same hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I feel sorry for you. All right, people are like, she just showed her naughty bits for Chunks. Can I be Chunks? Chunks, you're my favorite on the show. If you don't hit that, I will hate you. Um... Yeah. All right, people who say that the, the the look on real TV right now is fantastic because it looks like they're visiting Chunks in jail. <laughs> and he's just shouting to the class at uh, visitors. Maybe I'll go run some of that steam off tonight. Hey, Chunks, why are you limping? I thought Guinness was going to put his chest on it. Again. Yeah. Like, Billy. Oh, Billy. Well, first off, there's two reasons. Uh, reason number one, the bum that I tripped over <laughs> outside. And reason number two is when Dubs earlier, when he was awake, um, had me run to get a monster in the kitchen. And they had just um, just waxed the floor without putting a little sign. So I just fall on my ass. And it hurts. I can't feel the left side of my face. And it's not helping because now I'm having trouble breathing. And I think I'm going to pull a Steve Irwin at any moment now. Uh, here's something that'll make you feel better. Gazoo, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> hey, Chunks, as my great mentor and role model life, I will help you tomorrow with your laptop and also bring you some amazing porn. Hey, Gazoo, uh, how about this? Intern you, Gazoo. Intern Gazoo, yeah. You could have helped me earlier by being here and you being the one that ran in the kitchen and falling on your ass. And instead it's me. Because well, now I, I, if you brought me the porn, thank you very much. It's very cool of you. I can't use my preferred side, which is the left side, because it won't move. Because you weren't here, but you decided to call in. Why are you calling in when you could be here? There's still 20 minutes left, and if you are in any kind of close radius, I would think you would get your ass here to at least put this stuff away. But you won't. You're laughing and having a good time, and you're probably all doped up on your weird cocktail of medicine that makes you shake and shimmer and dance around. Bring but no, food. yeah, you called in, but thanks. No, I appreciate the porn. Bring some food. Thank you. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help Hungry. you, Chunks, tomorrow. What, what are you going to help me with? Mr. Cheeseburger here in the hideout on Raw Radio. I'll give you a rub down. Go ahead, yeah, Mr. Cheeseburger. Yeah, actually, guys, it's Dr. Cheeseburger. Sorry, doctor. It's quite all right. I'm mistaking it all the time. Listen, Gazoo's not going to help him out. I'm going to help him out. Um, Chunks, you yes. there, Chunks? Yes. The doctor, and listen, what you're going to need is something greasy. You're going to need something cheesy, something pickly, something high in calories to get chunks. Is he hitting on you? It's okay. He <laughs> yeah, he wants a little Dr. Cheeseburger. That's what he's looking for for you. He picked up the phone to talk to him privately. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Turned off his mic. Oh, hideout happy hour tomorrow at the Matador. I hope to see you guys out there. It's going to be the first of many, five to eight. Uh, you got two for one domestics, two for one wells. Fear Fairy uh, show. Maybe Fear Fairy will come out at one side at some point. Oh, we need to make a big announcement, I guess. Uh, Monster Ween. The hideout will be broadcasting live 
Friday, October 27th at Sun on the Beach in the heart of Old Town Kissimmee where we've done the midget wrestling for Monster Ween 2006 presented by Budweiser. Uh, along with the live broadcast is the Boo Kini Contest, performance by the Monsters. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Tomorrow at 9 a.m., only 20 bucks. Um, tomorrow, you'll want to know. They do not go on sale until tomorrow at 9, but you can get in uh, first. Uh, RealRadio.fm, keyword MonsterWeen to buy tickets online, or tomorrow at 9 a.m., 407-408-4466. Here's the thing about MonsterWeen and Sun on the Beach. Sun on the Beach is a great venue, but there's only so much space. They'll sell out. Yeah, it's going to sell out. Maybe even tomorrow. Remember, no Miss Monster this year. Yeah, no Miss Monster, so it's mo- it's all going down to Monster Wing with the live broadcast. So you got to do that uh, and get your tickets for that tomorrow. And it's presented by Budweiser. I'm so excited that we're going to be out there broadcasting live. Um, right, let's take a break, come back, and round out the show. Is Fear Fairy going to call in to talk to Chunks on the air? I keep posting, call in, call in, and she doesn't call in, so I, I don't know. How uh, disappointing would it be when she calls in? She's like, hi, guys. No, we've met her. She was cute. She was hot. In fact, she was a little fat. No. Well, even she was if plumpy. even if was, if Wrinkly you look face. at her nude photos on hideoutheretics.net, you can see it's not there anymore. She's the one who Giant Brian couldn't keep himself from touching himself. She took him all oh, down. Underneath, <clears throat> underneath the console. What? Oh. I'm sure Nameless can pull it. I'm, I know they're downloaded. Yeah. No. I, I saw that they got downloaded. I don't care. I got to see them. Why do you think she took them down? I'm not sure. Son of a bitch. Yeah, she did. She took them down. Mm. It's all in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. In here. Jesus, Pedro, I know what you're going to do when you go. What? <laughs> or downstairs. I guess because uh, Chunks doesn't want her. Now officially a reason to hate Chunks. Why? Yeah, dude. You guys got these photos, which will be around, so you should thank me. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, 407 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Tommy, what's the update on Fear Fairy on HideoutHeretics.net? Well, she's not going to call in, but she did post this. I was going to post many, many more. But Chunks doesn't like me. Oh, oh Chunks, oh, you oh. mother... Mm. Mo? Can we stole I know. All right, all right. There's more, there's more. I know you have those pics downloaded already, but I wanted to show Chunks way more. Oh. I am sad, not calling in for him to yell at me. That, Chunks. All right, not, you are... Not, not calling in for him to yell at me that he doesn't want me. Sad face, sad face, sad face. She's not right. into Spanish, guys? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I usually don't do this. Um, but uh, it's all a bit fear fairy. And it, it really is. Because, you know, it's funny because then people go, Oh, you're, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay. So uh, I just didn't want to admit it. But now your last post could potentially get me killed. So uh, yeah, you're a uh, you're a cool cool chick. Now tell her she's hot. Yes, you're hot as well. And you want her? Yes, I absolutely do. Tell her what you do to her. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't know. I can't, really, can't really do that because sure it's, can. Uh, it's not. Uh, I want to spank her. Oh. Somebody tell me. Tell Chunks to look in his inbox. The 
realradio.fm one. Oh boy. Virus. I'm sure it is a virus. No. <laughs> I want to spank her like I spank myself thinking of you. Wow. Yes. No, nah, but it's true. She's nice and all that. And, uh, you know, it's, you know it's, I was kind of upset about the laptop thing. So she's she's cool. She's nice. Really, all right, I'm, I'm getting really this from it. Dopey, who's one of the top heretics. Best hideout ever. And James Dubs wasn't even there. I'm telling you, that's why we named it a half-face hideout in the beginning. <laughs> dubs, dead weight dubs. Show me those boobs, bitch. <laughs> I bet she'd be into that. I bet you could punch her. And oh, have dude, sex that with is her. so hot. A chick that That's can Tommy's take a punch. dream right there. Our buddy Pedro Lima in hanging oh. out, and also Guinness, too, one of the top heretics what? here in this uh, Thursday night in the hideout. Huge bruises. Here's the main thing, I guess, that always kind of worries me, is that I am not by any means a decent human being. I got nothing really going for me. Uh, you know, I've lost a lot of weight. I could do a few more crunches. Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm not that I don't take care of myself. I'm not well groomed. I really don't add too much. I don't think I'm funny. I can't organize very well. Uh, I've got kind of a smell that lingers around me. Now tell her this. Tell her this. Maybe she'll post the pictures. Put how? Ha- <laughs> oh, hold on a second. But yeah. I know you're thinking of things to say to her. Put those bags by my chin and be my fairy. Baby. Um, I mean that, though. I can't believe this. Uh Uh-oh. I was going to post so many more pics, but Chunks doesn't like me. I do. She's great. I'm sad. I am completely shaved now. I want to hit him with my shoe. Do it. Go ahead. Let me give you a flare chop with my size 14 Nikes. (laughs) I love how El Ross just keeps pointing people back at Justine Johnson. Thanks, El Ross. Duh, uh, Chunks, you see, you ruined the fantasy for so many guys. <laughs> what? Don't you think that's kind of creepy? I mean, at least I had a you know an actual what's creepy disc, you know, kind of downloading that stuff. And, and, and Ice Man brings up a great point. Laptops come and go, but hot ass like that is once in a lifetime. You don't understand what I had to do to get that money. And I knew something was going to happen. I knew it. I had a feeling in the back of my mind. I felt Why did good. you get the warranty? <laughs> it cost too much. Unless you were doing like a Mark and Mark and $1,300? It's too much. And here's the other thing, too, that kind of yeah, illustrates. Those warranties are like 50 bucks or what? like 30 bucks. Yeah. I thought they were like 300 No. Son of a bitch. Are you serious? Hey, is he... Oh, I, I said the F word back here. Yeah. What? I was, I was, I was really pissed off because I thought you were messing with me. No, not at all. The You're ones, kidding, they're right? like thirty, forty bucks. I mean, it's like it's one of those things where you rarely need it, but it's like, hey, for another fifty bucks, this covers it's any. Covered for three years. Yeah, physical damage, three years. In fact, my hard drive that died, I got mine at Best Buy. Really crap. The computer crapped out on me. I had paid the twenty-three dollars when I first bought it. Covered for three years. Took it right in. Everything was cool. They fixed it up for me. My laptop messed up like a pixel. I just took it back. It's, uh, a pixel. Yeah, you guys are... Uh... Here's what I think I don't get. People not asking me about the bum laying in our porch. Nobody seems to ask about the bum who steals my cigarettes and falls asleep in the in the porch chairs. It's all about this uh, this uh, hot chick. Yeah. Trying to get her uh, post pictures again. Fear Tell fairy. Tell something nice. People I'd bend over for my fairy. <laughs> 
<laughs> what the? It's hey, hold like on that. a second. No! That? No! No! All right, people are saying they want to kill you now because you cost those... Uh, Dude, nobody, me. everyone's worried about the damn pigs, but not my laptop. I don't hear That's that. what's going to piss people off, but it's all fun and games when I rant, and they don't know that I'm serious and I'm legitimately angry, and I want to kill the person, allegedly, on the other side of the phone. Well, guys, uh, make sure you say hi to Chunks tomorrow at the Matador. <laughs> yeah, go out uh, and uh, greet him and thank him for having that girl take down the photos at our uh, hideout happy hour at the Matador on Pine Street tomorrow. I like her. She's nice. Yeah, backpedal now. I was just upset about the laptop and her hitting me in the junk nine times last time she was in. She's crazy. She's crazy. Like, well, I would put her in a chokehold and just like she'd love it. That's what I'm. You know what other people would do? I'd bend over for my fairy. (laughs) That's awful. That's commitment, right? Yeah, I'll replay that. (laughs) That is. That's love. That's all it is. I'll replay the craziness. (laughs) Jesus. All right. You know, I, Tommy. Thank you for that. He's all happy over here that I wasted my rollover minutes because Tommy and I have this competition to see who can spend the least each week. <laughs> and it's like this really aggressive thing where if, if I happen to be uh, giving him a ride, I'll go, hey, you want to stop off at 7-Eleven and buy some Twinkies? Because he can't resist junk food. Yeah, I can. And more often than not, he'll, he'll, he'll do it. Or else he'll hold a pack of cigarettes in front of me, and I'll have to go buy something. I'd bend over for my fairy. We fight to see who's going to bend over for my fairy. Forget it. Nobody seems to understand. You win this battle. I went over 60 minutes on my rollover. Good job. Your math is awful if you think you only went over 60 minutes. Are you going to win the war, even though he won the battle? No, I'm not going to use one of the cheesy puns, because they're not funny. Okay. Nobody caught the other one surfing the wave of the early morning net. Nobody like nobody you know, no, it's fine. This is some nutty. And nobody He's more worried cares. about girls he can't reach See, rather than this girl that was ready to get Girls, it it's about the laptop, dude. You don't understand. I want to play Oregon Trail. I don't care. She wants him so bad. She's cool. She's nice. Hey, uh, Chunks, I just uh, want to say, give me a call back sometime tomorrow after 7 a.m. before 7 p.m. I really need to talk to you at those times. It'll be a while. It'll probably take, like, uh, I don't know, an hour, maybe four. Um, so just give me a call back during those hours only. And uh, we got minutes, so don't worry about it. All right, I'll see ya. Thanks, man. Oh, I think somebody called for you just a minute ago. Oh, no, I'm getting a lot. Because apparently, um, you know, when you guys gave my phone number out... When? Who would do that? I don't know. I get bastard. (laughs) Uh, I can't say any of the rest. There's all variations of curse words, and I bend over for my fairy. (laughs) I'm sure I'll get a few messages like that, Chunks. I can't believe he's turning that chick down. Oh, so disappointing. I had him up here. You know... Yeah, oh, absolutely. And he just fell off like a big sissy. I think a zoo would have jumped on that. Who <laughs> am I kidding? Yeah, no, not <laughs> at all. Kidding. I want to thank Pedro Lima, our comedian buddy, stopping by, who uh, came in for dubs, who um, was tired and had to go home in the 9 o'clock hour. Anytime, anytime. MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro. You got any gigs this week? You got anything going on? I'm in Ocala Sunday, and I have no idea where this show is at. Okay, good. Uh, good plug. I'll be there now. That's how I work. Thank you to Guinness who stopped by and tried to wake dubs up with these Monster Energy drinks. This didn't work out. 
And thank you to your racist sister. You bringing her to open door tomorrow? Uh, I think she was uh, heading to the dry cleaners today. Had to pick up some robes for a meeting she's having. Yeah, I guess some big get together. Uh, so anyway, thank you very much for that. We'll see you tomorrow for the hideout happy hour. The first one at the Matador Pine Street. Two dollar domestic. Oh, uh, two for one domestics. Two for one wells. Heretic cards. Um. We'll get you stuff as well. So that is all going on tomorrow at the Matador on Pine Street. Look for RealRadio.fm for all the details for that. Yes, Chunks. I just like to say I usually drink rum, but after meeting Brandy, I'd like to drink that instead because I like her and she's a cool chick. Uh, she is. She's a really cool chick, and uh, I'd bend over for my fairy. I'd like to see those pictures if you don't mind. That'd be. Uh, Where would you like to see them? Uh, Hideoutheretics.net. Nice. How about fullblownaids.com? And fullblownaids.com. But how about, I'm serious. How about no, no filter Pedro on MySpace? No filter Pedro on MySpace. J Dub's uh, uh, five seven five one seven. El Jefe seven. No. <laughs> Tommy Bateman. But I will uh, Tyrone slash seven. <laughs> My <laughs> <Listen case. to> <laughs> All right. Wake up with the Monsters of the Morning. Shannonburg Midday's Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. Damn. All right. There is another. Uh, there's an astronaut on there. Yes. Oh, yes. man. Yes. Trunks, you're a fairy. Hideoutheretics.net. Way out, bitch. 5,000. Astronaut. Astronaut. Holy goodness. Hideoutheretics.net. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.